up guys welcome back to another episode of inside the crazy ant farm holy moly we're on episode 67 we're getting yeah, up dude, there we're closing in on 70 like really fast really freaking really fast. fast as soon as you know it we're gonna be at 100 at 100 i know dude and we're gonna be in la and it's gonna be the most 100th. epic 100th episode ever hell I, yeah i'm just gonna say it so awesome. excited so excited <laughs> awesome. man we got a lot of stuff to talk about on this industry news show man like there's a lot of stuff breaking who's pleading guilty who's not pleading guilty who's <laughs> 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 he staying he's trying to stay out of jail we also sure. got some uh passings of some legends star wars news and some other shit oh you yeah know. oh yeah whole bunch lots of stuff whole bunch well your host for this segment are myself jlo fantastic the one and only mouth what up and latte Hi. fresh in from cal or colorado <laughs> in California, it yeah, yeah. You know, scooped around. Oh, you know. It was no. funny because we stayed in Westminster, and Kevin kept calling it Winchester. Oh, like, really? Surprise! We're actually going to London. That's epic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little did you know, <laughs> I was actually all around the world. Oh man, all around the world. Uh, okay. It was just Colorado. It only felt like around the world. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Colorado. You know, I mean, you know. <laughs> no. let's be honest about it. After a little time in Colorado, you can feel like you want to be wherever I you are. It's okay. It's, and I got a light from the dispensary and it was in the Stranger Things like logo and it said yeah. Stoner Things. Oh, that's <laughs> great. That's, that's hilarious. Awesome. Stoner really Things. Oh my goodness. Well, we have some sad news to talk about at the top of the show. We got to oh, talk man. about these legends that basically lived forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Doris wow. Day, yeah. Tim Conway, and Peggy Lipton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doris Day, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like freaking legendary yeah. icon. I and mean. the the weird thing about that one is that she chose not to have a funeral, a memorial, or a gravestone, and she put that in her will. Yeah, oh, she wow. said she didn't want anybody to fuss over her. Yeah. That she, you know, and she be kind of became a, a recluse towards the end. Yeah. You know, she kind of just kind of... Yeah, didn't she quit acting and yeah. like open up an inn or something yeah, like that? And became yeah, became very just quiet and away from the public and didn't do interviews and didn't yeah. just, you know... um Was pneumonia... Uh, mm. Her her representative mm. said she was actually really healthy for someone her yeah. age. We should say ninety seven. She was yeah. ninety seven, uh, but caught pneumonia, mm. and it just you know yeah. I guess when you're ninety seven, yeah, you get being pneumonia. that old, I mean, I can't imagine your immune system is the best it could be. So. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah. yeah, I mean, what a loss though. I mean, Doris Day, how many times? Yeah, songs, movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's referenced almost on a daily basis yeah. in something somewhere. It's Seriously, big loss, icon. Mm. Tim mm. Conway. Now the next Tim one. Conway. Yeah. I was shocked by this one. And I mean, anybody who's ever seen the Carol Burnett show knows who Tim Conway mm-hmm. is. Dorf. I mean, he's been in so much stuff yeah. early on. I mean, um, this guy, if you haven't seen the Carol Burnett show, watch it. Yeah. And I mean, he's got to be one of the funniest people I have ever seen in my life. When him and Harvey Corman and Carol Burnett would get together in these scenes and they couldn't hold their shit, yeah. and they would lose it and break character and laugh, trying to do anything they could not to laugh. Yeah. It was some of the funniest television you will ever see in your life. Yeah. Um, 85, great. man, 85. And yeah. you're crazy. Died from water accumulation on the brain. How does oh, that wow. happen? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's mm, kind of scary, right? Yeah, I mean, seriously. Water on the brain. Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Harvey passed away a few years back. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, a lot of them are, are going quick yeah. from the Carol Burnett show. I mean, so, 
That was that was that was a big. And as we all know, they all die in threes. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I was just about to say that they always die. They in threes. always die in threes. Mm-hmm. Peggy Lipton. Um, if you're if you're thinking, why do I know that name? Why do I know that? It re- became really famous, uh, in the '60s with Mod Squad. Mm-hmm. She was on the Mod Squad. Um, I I don't know if a lot of people know. Apparently, she died uh from colon cancer. She mm. was battling colon cancer. She was yeah. 72. But I don't know if a lot of people know. Um, she is Rashida Jones's mother. She was married to Quincy Jones oh, really? for a yeah. really long time and wow. was and is Rashida yeah. Jones's mom. Oh, Did not so um you know, and she starred on Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, so I mean she was a very popular actress in her own right. And right. like I said, like an iconic beauty in the in yeah. when she was on Mod Squad, the yeah. long blonde hair and yeah. the, you know, gorgeous. But uh yeah, Rashida Jones's mom and um so she passed. So there's the three. There's three, three pretty big names in in Hollywood, I mean, it all kind of went this past week. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sad. Don't forget him at the Oscars. No, <laughs> right? Like, like every year they seem, and we've got some Oscar news later on too. So yeah, we exactly. Got some Oscar news. Exactly. Well, some more uplifting news. Well, it's sad, but it's up more uplifting than death. It is. Uh, I mean, it's. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, but it's kind of the death of a show. It is Whiskey Cavalier. It was canceled after one season. Uh, by it, it was on ABC. Yeah, uh, it was a tough decision, I guess, because this show was getting a lot of viewership. Yeah, so it was surprising. Yeah, and they said that they attempted to look for other time slots. Yeah, uh, to try to stick it in, but they just felt like in the end they didn't see potential for growth for the show yeah. in the other time slots. But see, I have a hard time believing that because Agreed. they would do these Cavalier Wednesday tweet things and the whole cast would tweet every and yeah. it was massive on twitter exactly it was all kinds of interaction and apparently according to the showrunner and the producers and warner brothers television it had huge appeal overseas internationally because yeah. uh, for anybody who didn't watch the show it's a it's like a spy show and everything and they would actually when they were on the show when they were in prague or in russia or whatever, right they were actually there apparently they actually went and shot in these locations yeah. and so they had huge international fan base which now they're trying to, and hopefully, because uh, we're all fans. I mean, J Lo and I are, are and uh, Lil Cam watched it relentlessly every week. It's a great show. Um, they're trying to shop it around for somebody else to pick it up, either another network or Netflix or somebody to pick it up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. My opinion, I think it's a win-win for Netflix. Yeah. They're trying honestly. to expand broadly into yeah. the international market, and this has got a huge international appeal. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. only makes sense to me. It's only one of the shows that got canceled. I mean, we don't have a list of all of them, but a lot of stuff got canned this week. Yeah, to a be lot. honest, um, I just saw recently Madam Secretary on CBS. Damn, like a bunch of them. Yeah, um, I saw that uh, Empire is going to get its final season, but then after that, it's going to be done. Yeah, and it was really weird too because I've never actually seen it done like this. But like all last week, and we even talked about it in industry news, we announced some of the renewals of yeah. the shows, and then this week those same. shows shows right. they announced the cancellation yeah. so it was basically hey we renewed it for a final season, a final season. but then we canceled it and after that final season yeah. it's done yeah like so we had some predictions on or some theories about why this last season of empire was happening yeah yeah we we if you remember we said that we thought it had to do with jussie <laughs> yeah it does um, we also thought that maybe the rest of the crew after that letter that they wrote to Danny Strong yeah. and, and the creators that they might also have some input. Mm-hmm. Apparently they tried. Apparently they did go to Fox 
and say that they wanted Jussie back, yeah. almost demanding that Jussie come back. Um, and they were told that no. They said, Jussie, while we <laughs> like have they, the they option. They don't have any plans yeah, for no, him to come back. <laughs> exactly. They said, while we have the option, we have no intention nor plans to write him back into the show. Yeah. And in fact, we're canceling the show. This is going to be our last season. And we're doing that because the ratings have fallen drastically because of Jussie. Because of all that drama, that's, man. That's apparently what they were told yeah. when they went on his behalf to try to get him back into the show, they were said, not only are we not bringing him back, but we're canceling it because of him. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. It's I crazy. Mean, it's crazy. But they are saying that the series finale, it's going to be crazy. Like guns blazing. Like yeah. maybe he'll come back for one final. Hey, goodbye. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. But yeah, the creators are promising an epic television event that will leave people talking and that they plan on going out with a bang. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole show's been like that, in my opinion. Exactly. Every week you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, so I don't know what is going to happen, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Lucia's going to get elected president. Right, some stupid I, shit. Like... I have no idea. <laughs> the lion's going to be up in a White House. Oh I don't know. Oh, my God, that's but, great. Um, so there it is, though. You know, again, we're on top of it. Mm -hmm. We kind of had an idea of what we thought was kind of going on. We were right. Man, you know, normal shit. Yeah. I don't know. That I guess it's weird. better that they're at least giving it a final season to wrap things up. That's what I was saying, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, a lot of shows like uh, uh, Santa Clarita, Clarita Diet, like, it's just done. Yeah, done. Yeah. Gone. Went, same thing with Friends anything. from College. Yeah. And, like, so yeah. crazy. You're never going to get to know. And I guess, you know, even if, and see, we talk about it with our, with our good friend Riley there, you know, Scorpion and stuff all they're trying to do apparently a lot of these shows empire included are just getting shortened yeah. final seasons yeah. like suits was that it's only going to be 10 episodes and right. i'm like i think that's a good idea if you've decided that this is it give yeah. them enough episodes to wrap up exactly. the storylines finish the plots and exactly. let the fans go out with some sort exactly. of an ending they never did that for scorpion no. i feel like if they would just bring it back for a 10 episode run real quick yeah fix everything, yeah. finish up. I mean, so it was a bad night or that night. I think it was Tuesday. It was a bad night for uh Danny. It was yeah. 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 Proven innocent yeah. got canceled, Star got canceled and uh Empire mm -hmm. all, all or announced. Danny Strong, yeah. Uh yeah, Danny Strong. Yeah. Um all canceled. That could not have been good. All yeah. the Fox shows that he's currently running gone. And it's like, well, <laughs> so, damn. And I I was really upset about Proven Innocent. Yeah. But yeah. at least it got to wrap. It wrapped its initial season one storyline with who the killer was and yeah. all that. So at least it's going out with, and there's no questions left as to who did what. Yeah. So at least they got that. Yeah. I think Danny Strong's going to be okay. Yeah. He's yeah. Pretty good writer, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to be all right. Uh, yeah. We're working to get him on the podcast, you know. Definitely. Yeah. De dude, he would be epic on the. I mean, so many things to ask him from Gilmore Girls all the way up to Empire and everything in between. Dude, yeah. He'd be epic to have on the show. Seriously. Seriously. Well, it looks like we have like a whole Disney block, okay, that we should say. Everybody that's associated with Disney, either if it's ABC or like streaming or anything. Well, this one, it's ABC. Jimmy Kimmel, he inks a new three-year contract. The extension remain, means that he will remain in place on ABC through his 20th season on the show. It's crazy. He's been doing this for 20 years. I know. I couldn't believe that. When yeah. they announced that, I, I, I just, I, it, I mean, yeah, it's, it's been a long time. But then when you think back about how long, when, when, when Jimmy Fallon took over mm -hmm. and Conan took over and yeah. like Dave went to CBS and I guess it really has been like a shit long time. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think about it. It's probably been at least 
five to seven years since Fallon take, took over. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it may be even longer, right? I'd, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long time. It has, but it's, I mean, it seems like time just flies now, though. It does. It, it, like it's, years just go by. Like 2019's almost over already. It's true. And, like we're already at the halfway point. I really didn't think he had been on there for 17 years already, though, and right? going to be closing in on 20. That's that's. You know, I like him though. I do too. I, I, he's he's very um. He's kind of for me taking the place of Conan, mm-hmm. who I always thought took the place of Dave, mm-hmm. because they just do like the craziest shit, and it's just not your standard right. kind of. They you, they do things like, like unexpected, yeah, like all these little movies that Kimmel makes or the mean tweets, mm, yeah, or all the original stuff that he does that's just out there. The constant fight with uh, Matt Damon, yeah, you know, kind of a thing. I mean, I just I really think there's a niche for him, and he's found it. I love and, when they uh, they have people go out and do like fake reports, like at music festivals. Yeah, Yes, and yes. Like, Did you see Washington Paradise? And like, yeah, it was yeah. the best thing. They're just like making up names off yeah. the top of their head. And they're like, yeah, so they were amazing. Good. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. And I just think you know he much with his uh, guy there, much like Dave that with Biff mm-hmm. and kind of you know yeah. I mean it, it's just it's really good. I'm glad he's going to hang around for a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and you know he yeah. it came as a shock apparently because I guess over the past year or so he's been hinting to ABC that he wanted to retire to really? get out of it and kind of oh, wow. move on. So they were shocked that he agreed to sign a, a contract extension. Wow, well, he's got a young son. Too, he does. So he who, probably who a lot of health problems. Yeah, you know. So I mean, yeah. I'm sure that was weighing heavy on him. About yeah. you're right. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I mean, three years. Like yeah. you said, time flies, and I mean, I feel like three years is nothing. Exactly. You know that that'll be quick. Exactly. So now this next one, we've been saying it all year, but now we're just proven right yet again <laughs> on yet another situation. Disney now fully controls Hulu. Yeah. Oh. I, okay. Yeah. We, yeah. We did say that that was going to happen over a year ago. Exactly. We uh, we did. We called Since it. Yeah. They started talking about the merger. Exactly. The, the what, what the second that that news broke that that merger was going to happen with 21st Century Fox, we said Hulu will be in Disney's control before it's over mm-hmm. because they were going to get the majority from, from I mean, uh, it we just we know our shit. Yeah. But exactly. it happened. Comcast <laughs> is still part of it. They still have their 30% stake, yeah. but they have no say. No, no say. That this is a weird contract to me, but apparently Iger said that that under the contract, Comcast gave up all control of Hulu as far as operating control of Hulu, but maintained their 33.3% ownership in it. And then by 2024, Disney either can force Comcast to sell the remaining 33.3% shares and or... If Disney's not ready, doesn't matter because apparently also in 2024, Comcast can force Disney to buy the other 33.3%. So either way, by 2024, Disney will have 100% of of Hulu ownership. They already control it 100%, but they'll have ownership by 2024. Yeah. Which is... If I'm Comcast, I'm not mad at the deal, honestly. No. Because now, I mean, yeah, you can't put any of your ideas and thoughts into any of that that's going on there, but... You're also raking in what will be profit down the line. Right. Yeah. And minimum sale price, $5.8 billion when it comes time. Damn. The the fair market value is projected to be closer to $29.7 billion. Mm. So Comcast is going to make a nice little chunk of money. And we were talking about, we were joking about it the other day. I don't think Comcast had a choice. 
Mm-hmm. I think that it's Bob is pulling the power play and saying, you're going to sign this agreement or we're just going to buy Comcast because yeah. we're unstoppable right yeah. now. And either you agree with us exactly. or you don't exist. Exactly. Like, I mean, I just yeah. feel like Bob's yeah. pulling some power plays Exactly. Here. But in wake of all these new streaming services, Hulu will also have some stuff pulled off. It's true. Because of NBC Universal. They're starting their own and they'll be able to pull their stuff off there and their streaming service is going to be free just so anybody everybody knew it is and 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 this is where it all gets complicated and weird for people who don't know the industry nbc universal is actually the the holder of the 33.3 percent that comcast has yeah um because nbc universal still operates as its own company but it's owned by comcast much like marvel is owned by disney but still functions as its own yeah. company and stuff. Well, that's the same type deal. So NBC Universal owned the 33.3% of Hulu. And then when Comcast acquired NBC Universal, therefore becoming the parent company, kind of took it. So then you're like, well, if NBC Universal kind of owns it, then why would they take their own shows off of it and everything? Well, because in 2024, they won't own any of it and they're starting their own thing exactly. and it's all going to go to Disney. So they're just trying to clear that way exactly. so that they can put their stuff on their own thing. Now, this is interesting too because NBC had already made an announcement. We talked about this, I guess, last month that they were going to start yanking all their stuff off Netflix yeah. as well because they want their own streaming service. Yeah. So Hulu, Iger came out and followed up with this after this big announcement. And again, he basically said what we've been talking about for months. Hulu is now going to be the, if you will, adult or R-rated venue for Disney stuff. And Disney Plus is going to be for their Disney movies, the Marvel movies, and the Star Wars movies, and any cartoons and stuff like that. So every intention, we knew this, we've been talking about it for months, that Hulu would be where they put all the dark shit, the adult shit. And that's clearly the move that they're making. So I think it's a brilliant move. I mean, honestly. Honestly. I I don't think, you know, Iger... Smart man. Smart <laughs> seriously. Man. Seriously. And you know how he is a smart man. Well, I don't know if he had anything to do with this. But, Tavi, I know you're going to be excited. Because Star Wars, the next phase of Star Wars, is going to be directed by the Game of Thrones executive producers. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They, they we'll probably, we'll talk about this later, but they caught a lot of flack. Mmm, uh, really? Well, just like anything, whenever something's such a big social icon, just like Endgame and all that, people right. have a lot of opinions. Right. So I saw a lot of both praise yeah. and criticism. Oh, yeah, we yeah. Got, we, we've got news yeah. in there for you, and yeah. we can, we can turn that into a segment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we but, weren't uh, going to leave you out. Yeah. But I'm excited about this, because, yeah. I mean, it's for them to take over, and... Although they very cra- carefully didn't say what the next yeah, phase exactly. is going to yeah. be, like we know this is the end of the Skywalker yeah. phase. So what this next and they're going to take is... a break for a while before so yeah. they can develop think, this shit. I yeah. think that would still be good though because I like to watch the behind the scenes things after the episodes and the thought and the care that they put into it. Right. What, regardless of what whether people agree or disagree, they still really think about and care about. Yeah. Not that other people don't, but they really right. put a lot of thought into what happens and how the characters develop. So I, I have faith. I think they'll do a good job. Yeah, well, 2022. So I mean, that's that's quite a ways away. I mean, that's yeah. three, Only three three years, years away. We just um, said that was really close. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, but in 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 standard of not seeing a Star Wars film yeah. for yeah. three years, I yeah. mean, that's 
But people aren't going to have to be like, oh, I need my Star Wars. I need my Star Wars. We know John Favreau's series is coming out. Yeah. Uh, and Iger followed up by saying, hey, hey, we've also got another Star Wars series in the works to stream on Disney Plus as well to go along with John Favreau's Mandalorian stories line. Nice. So, um, so to hold you over for the films, they're going to have a bunch of series yeah. going on Disney Plus. Yeah. So, so I wonder if they're going to like tie those into the films. Yeah, I mean that's that's the whole interesting thing. It's like, what is this next series about? Will they be tied? I think it would be really cool. Mm, J Lo, that brings up a good. Are the masterminds behind all this attempting to do? A Marvel scenario. Are they going to attempt to build a Star Wars That's universe? That's the platform, man. I would imagine. I mean, yeah. between TV and movies, I and mean, you know, they've already well, it's the same company, you know, exactly. Disney. They already did that very successfully with Marvel. So I can't imagine that they wouldn't. There's already a little bit of a Star Wars universe that's been built up anyway right. um, through fans and through other different like you know video games and TV shows and stuff. So it only makes sense to expand upon that, and then you're bringing in other people who work in like the Game of Thrones people, that's a whole universe as well that they're going to expand into so they have experience with dealing right. with multiple over-crossing, overlapping storylines and timelines. So I don't see why not. Yeah, I, I mean... Mm, you got a whole team set up ready to have, ha- having done it successfully with it's, multiple different it's crazy. outlets. Because just thinking back on it, what if, I mean, probably a lot of it had to do with creativeness and money and time and effort, but maybe they just never figured out the right template for how to release these movies and how to develop these movies. For Star Wars? Yeah. And I think, too, it's it's stepping away from Lucas's original vision, which was based on that one family, the trilogy mindset. I mean, everything was in threes, and so I think it's just expanding and stepping away from that at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and And I think Rogue One proved perfectly that you could take a look at other people in this gigantic galaxy Uh and be okay. Exactly. Now, while Rogue One still exists in Skywalker's, you know, thing, it was, hey, there's other people. Exactly. And they had a role in this event. Exactly. Exactly. But I feel like, yeah, this, this, Favreau's a genius, so we know it's going to be good. Yeah. So, but whatever they decide to do, it's like, yes, this is still that same galaxy universe that the Skywalkers were in, but we've got so many other different stories to tell you from yeah. all these different people. Star Trek has started to do that, I think, really well with Discovery mm-hmm. on the streaming service. Yeah. You know, while Kirk exists and they just introduced the Enterprise, they're mm-hmm. showing you stories of other ships Every, and yeah. other captains that are taking place in this whole thing. Yeah. And I think that's how you build... A, a universe. universe. Yeah. You and know, there's... It, it makes for more interesting interactions as well and, like, interesting crossovers. Like, there could be a moment where they see, like, an old, you know, superimposed yeah. Luke Skywalker walk by. Right. All the audience will know, oh, that was Luke Skywalker. Like, but, you know, you're seeing it from a perspective of someone who doesn't really know who that is or right. only knows them in passing. So right. it makes it for a more interesting... And you can still incorporate these characters that people have known and loved for years exactly. in small Absolutely. ways to keep Absolutely. it interesting. But exactly. From a new perspective. Yeah, let's get Jar Jar right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can. Yeah. I don't know if that's that would just mean not no Jar Jar, right? No, 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 no. That's the only way you're going to get him right. I think. Skip over that whole planet. Uh, <laughs> we talked about, you know, we talked about that briefly. Uh, we were joking around about it. That guy tried to commit suicide. Yeah, oh, Ahmad man. Best. Yeah, he took because of all the heat and all the hate towards Jar Jar. He took it so personally. He literally tried to kill himself. Oh, yeah. well, that's I mean, not cool. Yeah, no, yeah. it was. Uh, but I mean, the hate for Jar Jar Binks was just like insane. It, it really 
is. That was like a whole section, like a whole lesson in my Star Wars class. Yeah, about, really. About the the reaction to, to Jar Jar. Oh man. About the websites that are out there. About yeah. very graphic details about killing Jar Jar yeah. and that whole race. Oh shit. And yeah, and you like, wonder why the guy tried to kill himself. Yeah. I mean, to think about the heat that he, because I, I guess he took Damn. it personally. Like I messed up the yeah, character somehow they, or something uh, like that. But, but really, just, it was the whole like there was that whole race of aliens that yeah. was just that annoyed people <laughs> exactly. it's not just jar jar and he no, didn't write no. his own line exactly. he just did the yeah. voice and the and the, you know the motion the body acting yeah. or whatever yeah. but yeah. like it was the writing for that whole species exactly. yeah they, they were no ewoks just put it no. that way they were no ewoks yeah. i mean yeah oh my goodness that is hilarious that is hilarious well warner brothers or warner media i should say yes. my bad my bad no no <laughs> <laughs> their ceo randall stevenson he's predicting their streaming service to be very successful he's predicting tens of millions of subscribers and he said that he's partnering with comcast and other tv providers and that warner media's streaming service will offer free hbo yeah. No, no, no. They're going to offer the streaming service free to people who have HBO. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you're already paying for an HBO subscription, they're going to give you the streaming service free. That's You're cool. not going to have to pay for both. Yeah. So, And that's how he thinks they're going to get all these subscribers because they're just – he thinks they're going to – piggyback off of all the hbo subscribers which it might work i, I mean, mean i think there are a lot of people who have hbo subscriptions and i just saw a friend of mine on a facebook post and he was like the the new chernobyl series is going to keep me having my hbo subscription after game of thrones <laughs> <is over." laughs> yeah so i mean i think there are a lot of people who are going to keep their hbo subscriptions even after got uh, yeah, yeah i mean it, and if you get something else for free i mean why not exactly. why not download yeah. the other streaming service too if you already have access to it i mean there's a lot of warner content that's being pulled off of netflix and all these other different yeah. streams yeah. Places to be put on here, and if you like, you said if you get it for free, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of great shit on Warner Brothers that that would be awesome to watch yeah. for free. Um, this is going to get really. We, we, we I didn't have this in here, but I, I I saw it at the beginning of the week, and it just kind of goes with all of this stuff. Uh, there was a recent poll by the Hollywood Reporter, and they showed that 22 percent of Americans say they will cancel Netflix if the Marvel movies are taken off, mm. which they are. Disney's already yeah, said they already said they're, they're taking, taking all of them off, and the Captain Marvel will be the first one on Disney Plus, and moving forward, they will only be on Disney Plus. That means twenty two percent. If that poll is accurate, Hollywood Reporter is pretty accurate yeah. most of the time. That's a, a quarter of Netflix's subscribers that are going to mm. cancel. Mm. Like that is a huge crazy yeah. loss of people. Yeah. Like, I don't Netflix is gonna have to do something. Yeah. They're gonna have to do something drastic and come up with some some stuff quick in order to keep those people. Yeah. yeah. Or drop some prices. Yeah, they're gonna have to do something because all of their great original content right now, it takes like two years for another season to come out. That oh that is such a great point. Yeah. You know, everybody's yeah. talking about, oh, Netflix will be fine because they're pumping out all these original series. But you're right. That's the biggest complaint I constantly hear from everybody. Like my sister, when I was just up there complaining, she's like, I'm about to bail on the crown because it's been two years. Yeah. Like, why do we have to wait two years to see what happens? Exactly. It's a great point. Well, and like, Stranger Things too, it was supposed to already be out. Exactly. Yeah, we gotta wait till July. Exactly. Yeah. So how can you 
invest in subscribers and get those subscribers committed to those programs yeah. when they have to go these big they're gonna go somewhere else they to are. watch something if they've got to wait a year or yeah. two for their show to come on right. and i mean netflix is really you're right they gotta figure that out because like quick yeah because <laughs> nobody's gonna wait like if this next season of the crown comes on nobody's gonna wait another Mm-mm. two and a half years to see season four especially because there's so much build up right now everybody knows that season four not not this coming season forget that season four they've already announced and cast diana Diana. and and so that whole thing prince harry prince william diana all that but that's season four yeah are we gonna have to wait five years to To see see season season four four? because i feel like y'all better stop filming now like that yeah yeah, jayla great point i mean netflix i We've said time and time again, Reed and and Ted are genius guys. They, they have vision. They have plans. But guys, you're yeah. losing all your shit, yeah. and you're getting some people angry. I mean, I hope they have a well, plan. Well, and the consumer has options. They right. have so many options you're now. Right. I think that's so. going to cause like a lot of... Like spotty subscription. Yeah, I think that's gonna uh, that's gonna lead to people like only having they're only gonna have a, a Netflix subscription when the new season of The Crown comes out, and then when it's done, they're gonna cancel. They're gonna cancel. And you can't tell people that they point. can't cancel because that's part of the whole deal of all of these is that you can cancel anytime. anytime you want to. And so you already have a lot of people who do that. Like I said, for like HBO for just yeah. for Game of Thrones or whatever. And like if you don't have anything upcoming to keep them on there, why keep paying for yeah, something you're why? not gonna watch? Yeah, that's so a great I point. think people are gonna like jump in and out of subscriptions, especially with all these choices. I gotta tell you. I got to tell you, never am I not impressed with the people in this room. You guys drop stuff like that that people just don't think about. The knowledge or the forewith of this could happen. You're right. Both of you are right. With the with the lack of pumping out stuff in a timely manner and then the idea of now you can only, you know, if I ha- if I can't have it, I have to wait three years. Yeah. I'm not going to pay for exactly. it for three years. I'm going to pay for exactly. it when it comes out. Because, right. I mean, they I could mean, just follow the fucking series on social media and see when it's about to come out. And then like, yeah. resubscribe. <laughs> I mean, exactly. like, Why would you pay a monthly fee for three years waiting for something yeah. to come on when you can just pay for it when it comes on? Yeah. Like, that's a great point. And I think... <laughs> Before Netflix was just Netflix, but you're right. Now it's NBC Universal and Disney Plus and and Warner Media streaming and all these different things. And so they're gonna have to figure yeah. it out. Cause yeah. and and if I see one more post about Monopoly, Monopoly, Monopoly with <laughs> fucking Disney, yeah. get over it, people. Right. Okay, they're doing it. They're they're. I mean, yes, they seem like they are just eating everything in Hollywood up, but yeah. they're doing it legally. So get over it. <laughs> like exactly, they're, they're they're killing it. Well, it's not all good for. Disney, there's still a lot of layoffs going on, man. I mean, people don't want to be in the... Like, they don't want to double positions and pay people, like, for doing the same job. So, it's understandable, but a lot of Disney executives and a lot of Disney production people are flocking to other markets. It's true. Uh, This recent, you guys heard, I mean, uh, we've talked about it in the first round, over 4,000 people lost their jobs. Yeah. Um, But that was expected. Like J-Lo said, you know, when you merge two companies, there's double positions, and, you know, they're not going to keep both. Exactly. So, um, this apparent round... um, while they're not releasing numbers, they did say that the majority of it is coming from the film division mm. of Fox. Yeah. 
So it's more fun. That, ma- that makes more sense. Yeah, because they're not going to get rid of all their Disney exactly. people. Um, and since they absorbed the film divisions of Fox, it only makes sense that yeah. that's where the cutoffs would be coming. Yeah. Um, they did say it could be other areas also, but that the majority would be in the film division of Fox. Yeah. Um, Which makes sense. We just talked about last week, I believe, the movies that they dropped from the Fox uh, upcoming list. Yeah, the majority of the films that they've decided not to move forward came from Fox. Um, There was a couple Disney films they decided to drop off the slate, but the the majority were Fox Fox, films, so it totally makes sense. Um, Like I said, no numbers, actual numbers released, but rumored to be, by people close to the situation, around the same amount again. Another, you know, somewhere in between two and 4,000 people. Yeah, seriously. I hope these people find a home, man. Well, we know uh, the the former Disney communications head. Uh, Kevin uh, uh, Brockman. Yeah, entertainment communications guy. He's now found a home. Um, he, He has gone. And he's so, at uh, Warner Media. Warner Media, yeah, which great fun. Twenty two years at Disney. That's crazy. He's going to be taking over the same yeah. job at Warner. And he's Media. he's one of those that was like, I saw this coming, so I'm just going to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 did make this decision to exit before the merger was complete. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, you're right. I think I think a lot of these people are, are going to be scooped up by other. You know, you've got Amazon, you've got Viacom, you've got yeah. Paramount. Yeah, so many up and coming streaming services, like you know, who are in desperate need of experienced film people. Exactly. So, I mean, <sighs> we shall see what happens, man. But it's kind of sad to see that many people get laid off. Yeah, four thousand at one time is rough. Yeah, I mean, seriously. So. Mm. Game of Thrones, the last episode of Game and Thrones. Game of Thrones, the Bells has posted to be the highest rating in the TV series history 12.48 million views during that initial broadcast I yeah it. yeah i hope y'all aren't getting a bunch of spoilers nope no no no, 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 okay. no staying nope. away right. no. like yeah there's a few people that talk about it at work and i was like i don't care that it's so far down i don't want to talk about yeah, it like, yeah. yeah um and then i think it was up to 18 almost 20 million when they do the three-day mm-hmm. viewer thing afterwards yeah. or whatever so um yeah. Apparently, this season though is kicking ass. It, it, it's like the the ratings are the highest that's ever been, and the, and you know I think people are just really attuned in. Um, so <laughs> the one thing though that's like this big Starbucks gate thing. Apparently, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah where there was a Starbucks week, yeah. cup on the set, oh, nobody caught it, and it was actually in the episode. Yeah, it was. That is so phenomenally funny. To and me. I honestly didn't see it in the moment either. I really didn't catch it either yeah. because I think it was so like dark and you're so focused on what was it was a dark scene yeah that like i didn't catch it either but when i did see people's like zooming in on it on their phones on social media i was like yeah, okay exactly. it really is there exactly whoops <laughs> danny you got your coffee cup up there. That, that poor continuity person i know the I, editing I staff yeah. the, the <laughs> prop master there are so many people that probably got ripped yeah. new assholes after that yeah. like how does anyone not yeah. see the the actor sitting next to it exactly how, if everybody else exactly. missed it sir how do you right there 
dare yeah. not see it. Like somebody's got to see it. I just on a show that has that big a budget yeah. with that many people on set. Yeah, it, this isn't some indie thing where it's one guy doing thirteen positions. Yeah. Yeah. There's thirteen assistants yeah. for and one for guy one on this position. show. Somebody's got to see the cop, yeah. man. That was, it, it's just it was hilarious to me. It was but, pretty funny. Yeah, I really didn't notice it either. I think it was it was kind of an intense scene. There was yeah. there was like a lot of subtext going on. Yeah. So like you're reading these emotions and like I totally missed it too. And it really was for just like a second. Yeah. Yeah. But it, that's all it takes. Yeah. One little everybody slip was up distracted by boobies. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to say it. It's were, Game of Thrones. There, there, there no was boobies. no there were no boobies in that. There, scene. No, no, just there actually just, really haven't been hasn't been all that much nudity in this season comparatively now what does that say because you know when everybody always talks about the nudity mm-hmm. everybody always talks about oh her exactly. breasts or oh the sex scene this was that well yet the season that has had the least amount of nudity and sex has been the highest rated season yeah. i think there's just well okay i think some of it is because you know now you know it's a book series and the book series right. isn't finished oh shit. so for a while things have been going kind of based off of the books yeah and then i think around season six or seven it, it passed the books um so that's part of it as well i, th- I think mm. now they're they're also writing things themselves more and so sexual situations just aren't at i don't know it's hard to explain but uh so you're saying the books are full of sex and boobies but the show passed that up no i think <laughs> it's it just there's more things to focus i'm on pretty now. sure that's what she just uh, said she uh, said yeah. then well, they passed up the books and the sex was gone it wasn't gone it's just not as much <laughs> okay all right, but, uh, all right all right and also that i think that's also part of why this is such a successful and and tuned into um season is not only because it's the last one but also because you there's people who have read all the books who up until this point have been like well i read the book so i pretty much knew what was going to happen you don't know what's going to happen now right because they're going off their own thing right so right. i think that's another reason why people are watching it so much right now is because like they're they nobody knows what's supposed to happen right air quotes so know? let's just throw this out there so a year from now we can say we we're right again <laughs> do you do you think there's a got revival or resurgence to see a comeback maybe a year down the line two years down the line when the books now are back and people don't and then they follow the books again do you think i mean will I we know. see it come back do well you, they're doing they're in development with a prequel series yeah. i think uh, it's well, supposed to be yeah. like a thousand years ago like when there were dragons still around okay, there you go. Yeah. so like they've done with sopranos they're yeah. gonna run its core and then we're gonna do a prequel to it like so yeah. that's i think there's still a lot of life left and that's, I th- that's a good point i hadn't thought about that but maybe when the book series does finish up you know, there are a lot of because I would like to go back and read the books too. Yeah, um, right. So maybe there, I don't know, maybe. And a lot of people might be curious to see how, you know, the author um, wants to end it differently than the producers did. And there you go. And then so, they can revisit and put it right. out there the way the authors had intended right. it. I mean, uh, there's so many possibilities. I exactly. So. Possibilities. I think so. so many possibilities. Either way, you're making money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of making money, well, not really making money because <laughs> Daniel Craig's making money because of all the James Bond films and then we transition okay Mm, there you go there we go uh bond 25 the filming has been put on hold due to an injury to daniel craig's leg injury Uh oh. yeah he was running in jamaica and apparently tripped and fell and fucked up his ankle he flew back to the u.s to get some x-rays done but hopefully he'll be back this week yep i forgot that he's still james bond still Yeah, how many, how still many James Bond. Like He's four, four uh, yeah. five, yeah, four, something like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited but, to see Rami. 
Yeah, right. This one. Yeah, that's going to be epic. Yeah, it is going to be epic. By the way, don't don't worry, guys. Everything is okay. They have insurance for this. Exactly. That's why these actors yeah. have insurance. There is literal insurance that like, you yeah. have to carry on a film in case something like this. Oh, happens. so this happened while he was filming for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you just meant he was just like down in Jamaica. No. Yeah. The, oh. No. It was oh, while when they he were was filming. filming yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, but there's insurance for that. It, or, or even if he had been on a break from filming and done, and that. It's covered. That they, you have to carry insurance just for this instance. That's yeah. why we remember when we talked about a few months back about when Ben got out. Was he insurable? Yeah. Because you know when you're having issues and you're in rehab yeah. and you're doing kind of things, it's like, is, can we insure this guy in case something happens? I mean, so but the, yeah, it, it, it's all good. He'll be back. Bond will be fine. It's gonna be good. I mean, yeah. Tom Cruise broke his leg when he was filming Mission exactly. Impossible. Exactly. So yeah, but he's like, it. I'm good. Just CGI that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. They left it in. That he is he... always trying to prove his manhood, bro. It's <laughs> like I know I can't walk. Just CGI it. It's okay. <laughs> they just left him limping in when he got up exactly. and ran. They just left it like that, dude. Yeah. And when you go back and you watch that scene, yeah. you see that shit. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's like yeah. you didn't even really think about it when you see it in the trailer and everything. But when you know he broke Off it and you the actually, motorcycle when he no when he's jumping. Jumping out of the building and hits the when he's trying to make it across oh, to the other shit. building yeah, he and he hits, hits the side oh. that was really actually missed oh, no. and hit the side and broke his leg and they kept it in. Oh. And, but, and he gets up to run, he's limping he's and that's actually, a real limp. Yeah, yeah. Oh damn, that's fucked up. There was another thing like that, and I think one of the Lord of the Rings, one of the, the Aragon, I think he kicks a, a helmet or something like that and it actually broke his foot and he like yeah. screams in it afterward. But it, yeah. it seems right because he's like grieving and you know mm-hmm. the character is, but in real life he's like, I just broke my foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but Tom Cruise is like what a hundred now. He still de- yeah. he insists on doing all of his yeah. own well, stuff. Only thirty five in Scientology years. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wonder how much it is to insure him though. Right, because I mean, it can't be safe for somebody getting no. up in age like that to be hanging off airplanes no. and riding motorcycles Agreed. and jumping off buildings. Like, that's like, why there are stuntmen. Are Tom. like fucking like Harrison Ford who crashes a plane every other week. <laughs> like. <laughs> You and can't the, fly and, anywhere. And, and doesn't remember. And doesn't like, remember. Like, I'm so nervous every time I see Harrison Ford in an interview now. Yeah, I'm like, like, is he joking is or he is he okay? really that far gone? Yeah. Is he okay? Because I feel like he might really be that far gone. I mean, there's a, another Indiana Jones coming out, so I know, like, yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah, like, I, and, and like not even soon, like three years. I'm just gonna say for any Lucas and Spielberg and Harrison, if you're listening, that technology is badass. It is. Let's make him a little younger. Yeah, I just you feel can, like because he's gonna look like he's 112 exactly. years old. It's just he's gonna look, look like he younger. did in the Force Awakens. He looked old as shit. He did. <laughs> like, yeah. He did. But he doesn't have to look like that as no, Indiana Jones. No. Just look at the Marvel exactly. Universe. Say, can we can we get some? It's Disney. Exactly. It's, it's just, it's all, it's it's just right I call there. it geriatric Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. If we can make Harrison look like young Harrison, exactly. goddamn it, do it. Okay. It's Nobody be him wants. in like a dark room, like. Just video gaming, like a yeah. remote control ROV in these caves, picking up the little Yeah, nobody wants treasures. to see him in a little electric wheelchair no. going down a tunnel from no. snakes or something. Like, no. no, we don't need to see it. <laughs> he can't pull the whip out, so it's like an automatic <laughs> one. I mean, uh, that might be kind of cool. He like, <laughs> he like presses a button and then goes, Yeah, <laughs> it's just everything. Now, now the chair is Indiana Jones, yeah. he's just the guy in it. It's turning like, into you know. Inspector Gadget. Oh my god. God. 
We just wrote a whole comedy. It's we fantastic. We did it's a fucking parody of old Indiana Jones. Oh my goodness. Uh, Inspector Jones. <laughs> Inspector Jones. <laughs> we love Harrison, by the way. We, we love him. Great Huge guy. fans. Great guy. Huge fans. No one can escape age, though. No. Yeah, that is no, true. It's true. You know what? Uh, other stuff people can't ex- escape the law. The law. No one is above the, the law. law. I am the law. So who, who's pleading guilty? Uh, Felicity, Huff- <laughs> Felicity Huffman. She, oh, um, yeah. she's just, yeah. I don't blame her. No, I mean, no. Be completely Look, honest. Uh, you, out of all these dumbass people, she's the only one yeah. who was smart in the college scandal. That, yeah. <sighs> I don't. Yeah, you guys her. know what we are. What we're talking. We don't yeah. even have to preface this. You know what we're talking. Exactly. They're making a book and a movie out of it That's already. So, crazy. so yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Which Lori quickly signed off on because she's gonna need the money. Yeah. Um, hmm. Felicity did though. She pleaded guilty. Um, and because she did, and because she was contrite and and sincere in her apology and her remorse, prosecutors recommended to the judge that she only be sentenced to four months in prison. Uh, she's going to get a twenty thousand dollar fine and twelve months of supervised release. Um, so she's not going to have to go to prison. No, she, she's going to she go does, for four oh, months. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the actual sentencing, when the judge decides on what that... Now, keep in mind, the judge doesn't have to go along with what the right. prosecutor yeah. said. Right. But I, I feel like the judge is going yeah. to. Um, and that, that'll happen on September 13th. That's when the actual charges or uh, when he sentences her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, four months. Now, on the flip side, Lori Laughlin might be joining Brittany in... Uh, Mental, you know, facility soon, I think, because I think she's losing her mind. Maybe. Lori Laughlin and her husband, Mosimo Genialuli there, however he says his name, right. they have pleaded not guilty, as we've told you before. Laughlin says she doesn't feel she deserves to go to jail because she doesn't think she did anything wrong. She's the victim. Uh, and she's growing more and more confident that they won't see jail time. What the fuck? Lori, are you paying attention, sweetheart? Right. <laughs> like this isn't a full house episode. No. You're not Aunt Becky for real. No. Okay? Yeah. No. <laughs> she is living in a fantasy world. Even her co-stars from Hallmark and from Full said they wish she would admit some guilt yeah. and be able to kind of come to grips with some sort of what she had done. Cause they're like, you know, we wanna back her we want to yeah, support but, but she's like, this is like crazy yeah. you can't you know signing autographs outside the fucking house the I mean, courthouse and shit like, yeah she legitimately said in a statement that she is more and more confident that she will not go to jail yeah. that she doesn't think she did anything wrong and that she was the victim <sighs> a victim of what being scammed by this guy and that oh. she had no idea that this was all going down it's like You provided the fake pictures. You signed like. There's no way you didn't know what was going on. Like I just, Mm. you knew your daughters were not participating in crew. There's you just. There's no way to say you didn't know what was going. It's. uh, I could totally buy that if Felicity had tried that. Mm. I didn't know that they fixed the score. I thought this was like a legitimate will help your daughter score better on the test kind of a thing. Maybe you pull that up. But giving the amount of money that Lori Laughlin did and then the fake pictures and the idea that she's supposed to be on crew but never was on crew and all this kind of... You 
there's no way you didn't know yeah, what seriously. was going on. That's just and to make it worse, apparently Jade, the the social media influencer, she's not listening to the lawyers or, the, or her mother, and she's putting shit out there. Damn, and being like, and they they keep warning oh, her, you're shit. making it fucking yeah. worse. You're you're gonna get yourself charged in shit. Oh, damn. Like shut up. But apparently she's as dumb as her mom, damn. and and is out there doing stupid shit. So I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we should say only thirteen out of the forty something that were that were charged mm-hmm. pled not guilty. Mm. The rest of them are damn apparently going to try to weasel the way out of it, like Lori Laughlin. And I just and when Felicity's out in four months and her career has recouped yeah. and she's good to go and everything is fine, she's going to be laughing her ass off at all these other dumb people exactly. who were offered that same deal. By the way, exactly. they were all offered that deal. If you plead guilty, yeah. we will recommend a short this or that or mm. even probation, and you can move on with it. You know, because I mean, they, they were trying to go after the guy that's responsible for it all. Right. They were trying to take down the biggie. Yeah. So these people were offered these deals, and Felicity, the only smart one, yeah, out of the big names to take the deal like i said there were 12 other people yeah. that took the deal but i mean you got to be smart about it exactly man. you got to be smart about it exactly and they obviously have all the dirt on you <laughs> yeah so just tell the truth and and she went so far beyond that felicity and her statement was literally broke down in tears in front of the judge and said the weight that she now has to carry for the burden that she put on her daughter yeah. and the fans and anybody else of the people that were denied the college is something she's going to have to carry for the rest of her life moving forward. Yeah. And she was in te- I mean, she, you could tell she was genuinely remorseful yeah. and sorry for what she had done. Yeah. And that's, if you're going to do something stupid and yeah. bad, and that's how you make amends exactly. for it. That's how you make, you don't sign autographs and say, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The whole punishment system is, is to, so that you realize that's, that you've done something wrong. Right. And, and don't do it anymore. And and she's not arguing. She's not trying to get out of the four yeah. months in prison. She's not saying, I can't go to prison, blah, blah, blah. I'm an actress. Yeah. I'm famous. I'm rich. No, she understands I have to be punished so, in yeah. some way. Yeah. So if that means four months in a cushy well, prison, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know? So Shit, I just. If Martha Stewart can come back and be just fine. <laughs> exactly. She can be all right. If Martha Stewart came back and is with Snoop Dogg, okay? I'm just saying. You know, I heard you somebody might... make a joke one time. They're like, she came back on the air like nothing ever even happened like she was just on a break it was like okay and now we're gonna glue these cotton balls onto the back of these eggs exactly nothing happened we're fine oh my god i call this one prison potluck <laughs> <laughs> well, don't ask me where i got the recipe no but, idea. i mean oh my god so um, then you take it and you put it in your toilet for about three months. It's great. <laughs> My favorite is still the meme that's floating around, and it's her and Snoop Dogg behind the counter. You know, they got the little cookie thing, and, and it's like one of these has been to prison. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and it ain't Snoop. And it ain't Snoop. <laughs> yeah. uh, so fucking so good. funny. So good. Oh, man. Well, this next one, mm. we talked about it a little bit last week the Georgia Heartbeat Bill. Mm. You want to take this one? Oh, this one's, and we're going to talk expand on this one a little bit because of what happened in Alabama. Also, yeah. as you guys know, the heartbeat bill in Georgia was passed into law. He signed it, so it is law. It's already being challenged. It, lawsuits have already been filed. Uh-huh. Um, and if you guys aren't familiar, it basically means that as soon as a heartbeat is detected, which is normally around six weeks, then you are no longer allowed to have an abortion yeah. uh, under this law, except for in the case of rape, incest. Or the mother's life is in danger if she carries through with the pregnancy. Um, that's the only way you're allowed to do it with this with this new law in Georgia. Um, as you guys know, 
we talked about this, 460-plus productions last year in Georgia alone with $38 billion in revenue for the state from the industry, from the entertainment industry. Um, They have all kind of lost their shit over this bill. They're all threatening to boycott. They're all threatening to pull out. Well... Apparently, old the old governor there, Brian Kemp, was scheduled to go for a big fundraiser in L.A. He's canceled. <laughs> hey, like, oh, sorry. He's, he's decided not to go to Los Angeles this week like mm. he was supposed to. Um, he's instead decided to take an upcoming tour around the state and meet with TV executives and tout Georgia's lucrative tax credits to the people that are in the state mm. to try to convince them that he's still... Fr- entertainment friendly and 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 film friendly right. and trying to reaffirm his commitment to the industry and his state and then he added we have a confirmed date later on this year to go out to LA uh, um goodness gracious man well, i will say it's probably a smart move for him to meet with the productions that are there yeah. Yeah. for the heads of the studios that are there like yeah. tyler perry and pinewood studios that do all the marvel movies and all that but I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to work. This is a big exactly. deal for people, exactly. this this bill, this law now. And now let's get into it because Alabama just made Georgia look like that law was nothing. Yeah. Alabama just passed legislation that's getting ready to go to the governor's desk to be signed where they have all but permanently abandoned any form of abortion, including rape and incest. Doesn't count. There are no exceptions. The only exception is if the mother will die during childbirth. So fucked That's up. it. it uh, if you were raped or it's incest, you still can't have an abortion. They passed a law that makes it a felony to get an abortion in that state if you're a woman. And that the doctor and or medical professional that, that delivers the service can be sentenced to up to 99 years in prison if he if he does wow. it. Um. Yeah, that's that's kind of more what I was expecting you to say about Georgia's. Georgia's was surpri- surprisingly lenient, in my opinion. Right. What you, well, now I was expecting more like that. Georgia's, Ohio's, Mississippi's, Louisiana waiting on Mississippi's yeah, court see battle what kind of thing. These states are all kind of like what Georgia passed, but Alabama just took it a whole new yeah, level. Yeah, a whole new um, level. And already, already... Alyssa Milano was already on television. The the Hollywood community's already going to ape shit over it. Um, well, and I saw somebody somebody said like something about a sex strike or something. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, like seriously. Um, and I mean, here's my concern: this is going to get really ugly because the entertainment industry is highly involved in these type manners and these laws. And here's my thing: everybody, somebody asked me yesterday. Why do you think all these laws are all of a sudden being passed? And I, because you know, and I said there, there's a really good reason for that because these governors are now they now if and excuse my terminology, but they now have the balls to pass these bills and sign them into law because they know that now the Supreme Court of the United States weighs in their favor to overturn Roe v. Wade, yeah. which all these years in the past it did not. They, they knew they had no chance because if it ever made it to the Supreme Court, they would lose and Roe v. Wade would be upheld. Well, now that's not the case. Kavanaugh's appointment to the Supreme Court, it leans. It, it is now 6-3 
or 5-4, I think. But they have enough, even if Roberts descends and goes against his Republican people, they have enough in the majority to overturn Roe v. Wade, and the majority of the court wants to overturn it. So now these governors know that the second they sign these bills into law, they're going to immediately be challenged in court, which so far, that's true. Alabama's already said the second he signed the, the governor, she signs that bill, it's being taken to court. The problem with that is all of these courts, we know the district courts and the federal courts are going to agree with, you know, overturning it, that it's unconstitutional, which means the governor in the state will immediately bring it to the next level, which will bring it to the Supreme Court. And I think that's their goal. They know this is going to get yeah. to the Supreme Court, and they now know they've got the shot to overturn it. And it's I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm not going to interject my own beliefs, my religious beliefs, my moral beliefs. Not, I'm, st- I'm strictly talking from a business standpoint. And the con- This scares the shit out of me because if you look at the amount of protests that went on in Washington when Kavanaugh's appointment, or you look at the protests just today in yeah. Alabama— what do you think is going to happen in this country if they overturn Roe v. Wade? Yeah, It is going to get really ugly really fast. And I Agreed. feel like a lot of industry, not just the entertainment industry, but a lot of industry is going to be hurting yeah. because there are a lot of companies that don't pay for abortion yeah. or that currently pay for abortion, which won't be able to anymore, yeah. and it, which is going to affect health care, which is going to affect people having jobs. I, I just think it, it could potentially be really ugly really fast. So... There you go. We want to stay kind of on top of it, how it affects us in the entertainment industry. But look out, guys, because it's coming. I mean, I I just, it's coming. (laughs) And it's going to be ugly. It really is. It really is. Now, this next one, we've been talking about it. Well, we haven't been talking about it, but we brought it up a long time ago. A long, long time ago. Like back McAllister days, long time ago. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh, there was some speculation, you know, about Stan Lee's, was it daughter that was abusing him and well, the county district attorney's office in LA has gone after his former business manager. Yeah. Kay Morgan. Yeah. For abuse, elder abuse, including felony count of imprisonment of an elder adult Three felony counts of theft, embezzlement, and forgery or fraud against an elderly adult, along with the additional additional um, adi- initial uh, <laughs> elder abuse misdemeanor count. Yeah, uh, this goes back. Remember, there was, I mean, there were all kinds of crazy stories out there where he m- made Stan Lee sign comic yeah. books in his own blood. Yeah, like you know, to for money and. Yeah, I mean, apparently this guy had been since about 2006, after Stanley's wife died, Mm -hmm. who was basically taking care of everything, all of the business and the finances. This guy kind of came in, took control, and was using the shit out of Stanley. Yeah. Like buying things in Stanley's name, using Stanley's money to do things. Uh and and the daughter, the rumors to have been involved with all that. Um and whenever Stan would try to make a fuss about it, apparently he'd get a beat down. Mm. Um and then they even I mean apparently according to all these that I'm reading about these charges or whatever, Stan made this video where he was like, I'm okay, all these stories are false, nobody's forcing me to do it. But apparently he was being forced to make that video by mm. the manager, um, to say that he wasn't being forced and yeah. that he was all okay and everything. So um good. I'm glad to hear that, you know, they're gonna file charges against this scumbag. Yeah, seriously. I mean, you could just tell. I'm sorry, but in pictures and appearances and stuff, you could just tell Stan yeah, was I not looked, Stan. He looks like 
Well, the dude looks like a shady character. Yeah, he like, really does. He, yeah. And, I mean, but it just rest in peace, Stan, and hopefully, you know, this guy gets what's coming to him, and, yeah. and they can restore some sort of, you know, I don't know, legacy for Stan to, to, you know, not have this be the story that everybody's talking about all the time. Exactly. Which goes to what the fans are trying to do. They apparently, Stan's fans, have uh, started a change.org petition to have a memorial statue of him erected in his hometown of uh, New York City. That'd be oh, cool. That's cool. And apparently they're really close to getting enough signatures to make it happen. Nice. So, uh, I mean, yeah, duh. Of course. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean so that's going to be epic, Yeah, I, I think. And honestly, I don't even think they'll have to pay for it. I think... Kevin Smith would pay for it. Yeah, like, I feel like, he's like there's like fine. so many dozens of celebrities exactly. that would probably like, anybody in the MCU yeah. would probably say, "How much is the statue?" Uh, Feige, Here you go. Downey, like yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, this guy it, for what he is to the Marvel yeah. universe and and all of it. I mean, Disney should pay for it, yeah, right? Honestly. Like, if I'm being for real, yeah. Disney should just say, "Here you go, let's put it up there and, it and make it that." I mean, so good luck to them on that. I'd love to see it, and uh, you know, I. I well deserved, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think so. Agreed. Ooh, mm. the Oscars. We mm. said we had some Oscar news. Yep, yep. Um, did you guys like this year's Oscars with no host? You remember yeah. the old uh, yeah. Kevin Hart controversy, yeah. you know? Yeah. And did you like that? Well, apparently ABC did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, entertainment head Carrie Burke, who, by the way, is also the one who canceled all the shows, including Whiskey Cowboy. Mm. Just saying. Mm. Just saying. Mm. Uh, Carrie Burke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she has announced that. that um, this coming year's Oscars will likely also be without a host. Yeah. And her official statement was, I believe we will not mess with the format to our best of our ability that's working. And she cited the fact that this year's Oscars telecast was actually up in the ratings compared to last year and that it was the only award show during the ceremony season that was actually saw increased numbers. All the rest of that's them went awesome. down. And I guess she feels like maybe that's because yeah. it didn't have a host and it moved a little faster. And no, it was because of us. It, uh, clearly, our I watch mean, party. Yeah. It had to have been. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly. what everybody- <laughs> Everybody tuned into our watch party to watch the Oscars, exactly. and it boosted the ratings. It that's did. all I'm saying. That's a, you're right. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's a, it's clearly the reason. Yeah. Um, but I think you know she. I, I I guess she feels like that's a something that they can maybe continue. Mm-hmm. And if it proves true, I mean, if they go without a host next year and they see the ratings yeah, rise again, exactly, I, I, you might not ever see a host again. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, we shall see what happens, man. The Oscars—they've been uh, changing some stuff up in the past couple of years, and especially this year. Yeah. So. And can we just say RDJ? Yeah. RDJ needs a nod for Best Actor mm-hmm. and Endgame for Best Picture, Agreed. and unlike with Black Panther, Endgame should win. Yeah. So for anybody who votes. Pay attention. Yes. Just saying. Let's end this shit. Let's finally give one of these movies a win. Mm -hmm. It should be this one, and then move on. If you want to ignore those type movies again for the next 30 years, fine. Fine. But But this one. Give one one of them a win, and it should be this one. I'm just saying. Exactly. Like they did the Lord of the Rings, like you said before, at the end of the saga. At the end of the saga. This is the end of the this this phase. Yeah, exactly. Do it. Just give it to them. It's all well-deserved. Agreed. Agreed. Now, this next one, this one... What it mm. terrified me, honestly. I was not expecting to read something like this today. But uh, ITV, which is a UK TV giant, uh, said Wednesday that they have canceled their tabloid talk show, The Jeremy Kyle Show, after a death of the guest 
happened on our backstage in the dressing room. Uh He uh, committed suicide. It says uh, potential or death of suicide. And the reason it happened was him and his wife came on the show. And I guess the topic of the show that day was infidelity. So it brought up a whole bunch of skeletons. So apparently after the recording of the show, he went back to his dressing room and did what he did. And now the the network has decided to cancel the show altogether. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. show's been on for 14 years. Yeah. Wow. So, so many things about this, though, like that are really weird to me. Uh, it, it's one of those it, it rea- it's an entertainment show but it's a reality based show or yeah. whatever so apparently they do these type things mm-hmm. and part of this show when talking about infidelity or whatever they hooked him up to a lie detector yeah. test first of all if you know you've been unfaithful yeah. why the fuck would you exactly. agree to take a lie detector like, no, test I'm good. then it, beyond that his fiance is there, and that's the one he cheated on. Exactly. Why would you hook yourself up to a lie detector test knowing you cheated with your fiance right there? Exactly. On TV, so, on TV in front of all these people. He started sobbing when the results apparently yeah. went bad, according to an audience member. Yeah. The fiance started crying uncontrollably. That's why he went back and did what he did. Like. <laughs> I just was not expecting anything like that to ever happen, honestly. No, it's 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 insane. I'm sure the producers didn't either. Yeah. I'm sure they were very much distraught. And even more so now because now they're out of a job. Yeah, exactly. They have to find something Sounds else. Sounds like it was like a like a Jerry Springer type show. I, yeah. yeah, that's what I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because they describe it as reality slash entertainment. Well, I, I, that's yeah. Jerry Springer, right? I mean, it's like a reality yeah, show. Yeah, talking will, about like gossip and stuff around like the entertainment industry so but i mean very yeah don't what's the screening process on this type stuff right like was it just a random audience member that y'all pulled up or what i mean right or if this guy was like a famous person or whatever i mean is there not a producer or a screening producer or a pa or something that says listen the goal here is is we're going to hook you up to a lot. I mean, was exactly. that unexpected? Did he go out there and he, exactly. he didn't know no he, idea they were what's gonna, going on? And then he was embarrassed. He, Of course, if you say no, exactly. then the fiance is going to think, well, well, you must have something to exactly. hide. So, I mean, was it sprung on him and he yeah. felt like he had to do it? Yeah. Or like, because I feel like had they told him part of the process of the show was going to be right. hooking him up, he'd have never yeah. agreed to it. Exactly. I you wouldn't think. And I my mean, thing is... Did the TV show go too far? Are they pushing the limits too much? Right. You know? Right. That's a good point, too. Yeah. Which goes to my theory of, like, did they even tell this guy that he would be hooked up to a lie detector test? Exactly. Because this is just a crazy situation that I hope I would never have to be around, involved in, anything like that. Because that is so sad and... It just happens so quickly, I feel like. So. And, and, you know, you bring up a good point, though, about what's too far. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I'll even go on, on the American side and, and talk about, look at some of the scandals from The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Like, yeah. the person goes on the show to try to become famous and mm-hmm. actually has exactly. a spouse or a boyfriend exactly. or girlfriend, but then shit blows up because, uh-oh, I'm on the show mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to be, like, with exactly. this, so I'm doing the naughty-naughty with this person, exactly. but meanwhile, my poor boyfriend or girlfriend yeah, didn't... I mean, how oh. far is too far? I feel like they have to have this 
kind of process to where you go, you know what? We understand you want to get on the show. We understand this is entertainment. Right. We understand you want to be famous. But if you've really got somebody, this show ain't for you because yeah. we're going to expect you to make out with all these people. Right. We're going to expect you to get naked in a hot tub with yeah. these people. You have to be, I mean, you're how far is too far? How far are showrunners and producers and networks willing to go to get the ratings? Because I, I just feel like it's too far. Agreed. It's too far. Agreed. So I I apologize or not I send my condolences to the family and it's crazy that they would cancel the show after that. Yeah. I because mean, mm, I, super crazy. That super poor crazy. fiance, man. Yeah. Like seriously. Seriously. Well bringing it back to the American side of crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, um Britney Spears may never perform again. Yeah. Says her manager. Says her manager. Yeah. Oh um, no! Yeah, I'm yeah, so sad. yeah. Well, apparently we knew you would be so <laughs> sad, Tavia. No, no, She's um, over here crying. Um, her manager, Larry Rudolph, said uh, that as the person who guides her career, and based on all the information that he's getting from all of the professionals, professionals who are working with Brittany, um, dealing with her mental health stuff yeah. and her money and her conservatorship and everything. He says on the on the information that he's getting from all of them, it's clear to him she should definitely not come back to Vegas for her residency show and that she probably should never perform again. Um I mean it takes a toll on you, you know. Well, yeah. Yeah, you guys remember, I mean, her first meltdown when she shaved her head and went yeah. all batshit crazy. Uh, just as recently as a month ago, she was in re- in rehab again. Yeah. She the the story was when her father took ill. Yeah, she had to go back yeah. in to deal with it a little. But I don't. Well, just recently, she remember she posted that video that was like, "I'm okay, bitch. You're not okay." Yeah, no. Apparently, like, she looked so not. crazy. Like, and I mean this this is out there too. I'm, I'm you know most people I think know this, but way back I think it was 2000. It's been a while. I can't remember. That. But her father took control of her estate. Yeah. He got conservatorship because of all of the problems that she was having. He felt like she was blowing through her money and not able to take care of herself. Yeah. So the courts awarded it. Well, apparently she's been desperately trying to get out of this mm. for a few years yeah. now. Um, and so she's challenging it in court right now, saying that she wants control of her shit back. Mm-hmm. But the courts have ordered her under now like a, a, a extensive amount of time analysis of in a mental facility to find out if she is indeed competent enough to take care of herself and and to control her money i think they think she's not yeah which is why they're ordering this evaluation um she claims she is uh so and she's in a battle with her father now i i this is the dark side of the industry. Yeah. yeah. This is what that is. I mean, people get pushed to the edge and sometimes just fall. Especially when they're so young. Yeah. Let's she's remember been how this, young yeah. Britney was when she started. She's like in her late 30s now. But remember, guys and gals, she was like literally a kid exactly. when it all hit for her. That will fuck you up. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, imagine it gets really hard to know who to trust. Like, even if you don't even feel like you can trust your own family, your own parents to help you and to, to guide mm-hmm. you and stuff. I mean, that's that's a warped viewpoint. It's a warped way to look at the world. Yeah. If you don't, you don't feel like you have anybody yeah. you really can believe and trust Agreed. because you feel like everyone's using you for your money yeah. or your fame or exactly. whatever. And 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 
in her defense of maybe what she was thinking, I do think she's got real bad problems and that she's unstable and she yeah. needs some help. But in the flip side of maybe what she was thinking when that all went down with her dad, let's not forget that that really does happen. Yeah. Remember Macaulay Culkin's dad yeah. stole all his money. Exactly. Uh, Gary Coleman's parents exactly. stole all. They do have people that, oh, my yeah. kid's a star. I'm going to be your manager. Yeah. And they, they end up jacking exactly. them for everything they're worth. And, you know, so I could see the paranoia on her yeah. part of maybe where dad says, I don't think you can yeah. do this. Let me take all your stuff. Yeah. I mean, so, but I just like that video and the shaving the head thing and like the whole, I'm inclined to believe that maybe dad was actually right and is looking right. out for her because I mean, she just, well, yeah. it's, it's crazy that, yeah, I mean, I, I guess there's a reason why people end up having that warped mindset that they feel like they can't trust anybody is right. because because of those bad experiences mm-hmm. like right. that. That's a that's that's a crazy way that that industry can bend people's yeah. relationships and ways of thinking. If you're willing to steal from your own children, I mean, it's just crazy. Greed, it's man, crazy. it's one of the seven deadly, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. that money will fuck people up. Yeah. yeah, it really will. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like it's just what what who what, was uh, um, Amanda Bynes? Mm. She was the other one. Oh, who, yeah, yeah, shit went all crazy. And yeah, all, like, she was like throwing shit from like a four story balcony and yeah. like throwing yeah. like her bong and shit like yeah. onto the street. Yeah. I mean, Even I Raven think Simone kind of went out. Yeah, there a she bit. went a little she did. crazy she too. She went a little. I mean, but come on, let's. I think the original. And the one who did, like the, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the industry fucked that man up. Yeah. I mean, there is no way around it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. The industry fucked him up. Well, that's uh, so, another example of how it started with the family. You know, exactly. I mean? the, the greed and the industry warped the family yeah. and their views and relationships with each other, and it just had a rippling effect uh, yeah. for everybody exactly. involved. Yeah, uh, it, it's a scary thing. Uh, obviously, we wish the best for Brittany. We, yeah. I mean, she's got kids she's got you know she could uh, just hopefully yeah i mean I, I i'm not a fan of hers necessarily musically but i never wish ill on any person exactly you know what i mean and especially if you're struggling with mental illness of course regardless of what i think about your job and your music mm-hmm. you're a person and you deserve exactly to get some help that, but we have i mean you know and it goes back to what j-lo just said about the show that you know that we were just talking about in the last story this industry i feel like there's got to be some adjustments made because mental illness is real and i feel like this industry it, it, the mental problems the, look at all of the deaths that we've seen in this industry be it the music yeah. side or the acting side or the behind the scenes side with directors mm-hmm. there have been a lot of deaths attributed to mental illness yeah. in this industry yeah. and i feel like it has so much to do with the pressure that you were put under because these you have got to have people in place i think around you to say Enough exactly. since this is not okay. Exactly. There's some stuff you, you don't have to do this. Yeah. You don't have. And I feel like some of that, it, the responsibility falls on the studios, mm-hmm. on the record labels, yeah. on the people. I mean, you, you have to know when is too much. Exactly. Yeah. I'm putting too much pressure on this person exactly. to perform. I'm doing this. I mean. And you got to learn how to cope with that shit yeah. because yeah. drugs are normally the answer for a lot of them. Yeah. 
Like, well, and and even people who have a healthy support system, like um, I like the actress Sarah Hyland. She's in Modern Family. Right. She's dealt with a lot of kidney problems her whole life. Yeah. And she's a very supportive family. Um, and I think her it was either her dad or her brother donated a kidney and it failed. Oh wow. And she felt so much pressure. I watched an interview. It was really emotional interview that to keep working and to not let that interfere with her job and her yeah. show and all of this stuff. And then that she felt guilty. She felt like somehow. Because even though it wasn't her fault, right. you know, but she felt like she somehow let her family down because they went through all of this right. to give and her this then kidney, it didn't work. and it didn't even do anything. Oh my yeah, goodness. so there, I mean, it's life's hard anyway. It is, you know what I mean. And then even if you have a good support system, you still feel the pressure to to make everything happen and exactly. to be everywhere all the time. So I can't even imagine not having that great family mm-hmm. where she would be, you know, if she didn't have them to tell her, no, it's not your fault, you know, take exactly. time to heal and rest. Absolutely. Exactly. And I, you know, you bring up a good word in that whole context, guilt. I feel like some of these people feel like they've worked so hard and put so much in for all this time. And when they finally do hit and they're successful, they feel like if they miss, yeah. they yeah. have that guilt of yeah. letting people down exactly. somehow. Or, you know, like I did all, or like you said, maybe some people help them get to where they are. Right. And they feel like they have one missed opportunity. They somehow have this unbelievable guilt burden of guilt exactly. that they let these people down somehow i mean i can't even imagine the pressure that they put themselves under yeah. so i don't and know it, to it's, have other people pressuring you too and to not on have top of it exactly anybody yeah. there it's to support just, you and say no do yeah. what's best for you yeah i mean that's a recipe for disaster yeah that's gonna that would make any healthy sane person have serious mental and anxiety issues it would yeah. at yeah. least temporarily and we talk about this you know we ins- we we talk about inspiring people chase your dreams go after it we try to help people go Go after the dreams of doing it, but I, you, I think what you just said is perfect. You have to surround yourself. Make sure you surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. Make sure you have a solid support system in place because it is going to get rough. Like you know, we're getting ready to make the leap out to LA. We're getting ready to do all these, and we know the amount of pressure that's coming and and the things that are for us to be able to succeed. But we've got like an unbelievably solid group of people here who who support each other and will not let you know things get out. I mean, it's so important. It is so important Agreed. to have that because if not, you know, go after your dreams, but be smart. Exactly. Be smart because you can fall down that hole so quick, so quick, and it's dangerous. It's a dangerous world, and uh, nothing's worth that. No, I mean, you know, being famous is not worth it. it it's not worth it. Oh, man, I don't know about this next one. I don't know if it's going to be successful or not. Because it's not. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, you know? I know. Uh, it, it's rumor, not. Rumor has it the front runner for the next Batman is Robert Pattinson, Twilight Vampire himself. Matt Reeves. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Ugh. Yeah, Variety is reporting that... Old Pattison is in final talks and is about to lock it up as the next Batman. Yeah. Um. Mm. No. 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 Uh, <laughs> we should say um, that Warner Brothers quickly came out and said it's not a done deal yeah. yet, and they do have other people in mind. Yeah, and in the, consideration. Uh, they listed Army Hammer mm-hmm. and Nicholas Holt, who's you know you you guys know Beast from the X Men yeah. movies, and I mean he's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, Rebel in the Rye. I yeah. thought it was fantastic. A Rebel or Danny Strong's movie. Uh, yeah. Just brilliant. But uh, either would be infinitely better than Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Listen, uh, Twilight fans out there, I'm sorry, but I'm not trying to dog him. Yeah. I don't know the man. I, I, I just, all I can say is anything I've ever seen him in, I didn't like. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, then, tr- I tried to like that movie with Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. It had Reese Witherspoon. Exactly. I'm like, this is going to be good. 
Right, no, it wasn't. So. Like he's not a box office draw. He's not a phenomenal yeah. actor by any means. It, I don't think he can carry a franchise. No, I don't think he can carry. Not a, not a plus, superhero franchise like that. All I'm that. gonna think about is him sparkling. Exactly. We already had to go through George Clooney <laughs> with fucking nipples <laughs> oh, on the bat suit. Do God. we need a sparkling Batman? Oh, we don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> that is so Matt freaking Reeves, funny. No. Uh, now and we know a lot of people will bring up Heath Ledger because he wasn't much of a box office success either. But y'all forget. The Patriot with Mel Gibson. That was a trampoline for him to jump into this huge role. I don't think he has any huge roles that could give him the recognition to give him this part. No, and again, I just Heath Ledger, while may not have had a big box office before The Patriot and then proved he was an actor when he took on the Joker. Exactly. I don't think Pattinson's going to prove he's an actor when he takes on Batman. Yeah. Just saying, I'm just saying. I Honestly, I think out of all those choices, I think uh, Army Hammer would be the best choice. Yeah. I think he's he's a solid actor. Yeah. I mean, he's not, he hasn't shown me anyway yet. Right. He's Oscar worthy. Yeah. But he's a good actor. He's a solid actor. Yeah. He fits the part. He's got the jaw. And I just, I, I think if you're going to go with a young guy that has appeal and can kind of draw people, that's your guy. Yeah. I mean, I like Nicholas Holt a lot. Yeah. But he's beast in the X Men. Yeah, movies. exactly. And while all those are coming to an end, he's still identifiable as, as beast. beast. Yeah. So I, I feel like yeah. put somebody in there that hasn't put on a cape yeah. or some blue fur or anything to do with superheroes. Yeah. Give him a shot. Yeah. I think Army Hammer. Yeah, I mean, we shall see what happens. And who knows? Maybe we'll eat our words. But I know Destin's not going to say that because he has no faith. That, I don't <laughs> want a sparkly Batman. I don't want a sparkly Batman. Look, and I don't want this to run too long, but I just want to say, I was really excited when Reeves said they were going to go more of the detective comics route and it was going to be more like of a film noir type of a film and it was going to focus on detective skills and a kind of a gangster movie type. I was excited yeah. as shit about that. But then you throw Robert back. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, no, no, you're going to fuck it all up. Don't yeah. do that. So, oh, goodness. Just, yeah. I love the premise. I don't like the choice of act. Yeah. Just go with Army Hammer. And then plus we were talking about if there was eventually a crossover with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and Robert yeah. Pattinson. Yeah. Like we, he could not hold a torch to Joaquin no, Phoenix. Like, no. Not even There's close. There's not many who can. Exactly. So, but, I mean, you don't, do you really want to put up Robert Pattinson against Joaquin and you guys have seen the trailer for fucking Joker. Exactly. Do you want to put Robert Pattinson against that? Yeah. I mean, I just think the Joker movie is going to be phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no. No. Okay. Crazy shit. Just Crazy like- shit. Well, all good things do come to an end. Last night, Big Bang Theory series finale finally came to an end. Yep. We got some we got some answers and we still don't know Penny's last name. No, though. we still don't know Penny's <laughs> last name. Oh, maybe I'm just throwing this out there. Maybe we'll get a reboot or a revival. Let's say a revival. I don't want to even think about a yeah, reboot because it's perfect the way it was. Right. Revival. Maybe we'll see them again in 10 years. And spoiler, if you haven't seen it, here comes a spoiler. Maybe we'll learn Penny's last name because they'll use the it baby. as a first name yeah. for the baby. Mm, mm, that's nice. right. Yeah. I said it. Penny's pregnant. Yeah. Penny's pregnant. Leonard and Penny are going to have a baby. Yeah. Uh, Sheldon and Amy won the Nobel Prize. Yep. 
Sheldon admitted he was a douchiest doofbag uh, and yeah. uh, apologized to all the friends and said how much he loved them. Yep. Um, all kind of came together. And even though their whole lives have changed and everything was kind of drastically changing for everybody and everybody was moving forward, the show still ended the, with them on the couch, mm-hmm. eating takeout food, nice. listening to the music. There you I go. I mean, the way it should have. In yeah. my opinion, I, okay, for anybody who doesn't know, I had this really twisted... <laughs> Like idea, yeah. and I wanted it so bad that Sheldon and Penny would somehow end up together. Leonard would somehow <laughs> perish, and Sheldon oh and Penny, because they've been they've yeah, had that relationship all ten years. Yeah, that little secret bond between the two of them. That kind of I'm like, please, let yeah. Me it didn't. It didn't. It happen. didn't. He's with Amy. She's with Leonard. Yeah, they're pregnant. It's like you know. But other than that, I think it ended the way the fans wanted it to end. Yeah. You know, and yeah. 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 It did pretty well for, in the viewership for this day and age of television, right? Yeah, 18 million viewers tuned in, which, yeah. you know, these days is a huge number. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like they don't look so much anymore at the overall numbers of people. Mm-hmm. They look at the, the, the household percentage. Yeah. And they, they did have a huge share, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Um, so based on the amount of people households that have tv yeah. or have the it was huge yeah. in that exactly. even though the overall amount of people watching was only 18 yeah. million um but still that's the the biggest number since 2015 yeah so, i mean yeah. It, it, they did huge. yeah nobody watched anything else exactly last night, exactly so. that's awesome but i mean as you guys know we were talking about earlier this week on this week in history on monday go back and listen to that episode but like seinfeld and frazier they all ended with like 70 or 30 plus yeah like, 30 plus million yeah. people and like that's huge yeah, i mean exactly and i i really felt like big bang had that audience yeah you know for whatever reason yeah. it's just they're not i think they hit at the time to where it was right before streaming and then once streaming came along people kind of came away from big bang and started watching other shit well and you know when Frasier ended, when Cheers ended, when Friends ended, when MASH ended, they didn't have DVRs. Mm, that's a good so, point. I think 18 million people tuned in, but how many more people recorded, recorded it and are going to watch the finale? Watch it later, yeah. See, when we got those 30 million people numbers, they had no choice but to tune in that night exactly. to watch it. So I feel like that has a lot to do with it, too. Yeah. So 18 million, pretty solid, I think. Yeah, agreed, you know? agreed. All right, now let's lighten this shit up. Yes, TNT <laughs> it orders a Shaq docu series. There you go. Yeah, it's going to be called Shaq Life. Uh, Shaq Life. Oh my goodness, this is going to take. Whoa, is this like a? Po- <laughs> whoa, whoa now, whoa, whoa. now. Okay. It's a low shot. Whoa. <laughs> this is going to take. That would be a brilliant name, though. That would have oh. been a brilliant name, right? <laughs> it's a low shack. Yeah. Oh my god. What if it's just Shaq giving you like marriage advice? He's like, bring your wife flowers. Uh, We're pitching. Right now, we Shaq, are. are you listening, buddy? Uh, <laughs> the love Shaq. Shaq is a marriage counselor. Oh, oh my god. god, this is so good. It's so this is great. So good. I mean, he's been married for a long time. He probably has. Hey, a yeah, yeah sure. I oh mean, my gosh, on. have you seen his wife? She's like tiny compared I, to him. I haven't seen it, but I heard Cat Williams stand up talk about. Yeah, it. She talks about how like, she's like itty bitty. Yeah, she has these big old Shaq babies. Yeah, just like damn. It's so great. No, you're good. You're good. He, yeah, he's got a docu-series coming out for TNT. Um, it's going to take the viewers on a ride through his summer breaks because I know you guys know that he is an announcer for the NBA during the season for TNT. So now it is going to 
show his off season. Like it's going to th- go through his business adventures. He's a DJ. He goes internationally for DJing. He also owns a whole bunch of restaurants. Isn't he filming- also like a sheriff. He is. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. He's also a sheriff in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to go through all this shit, like filming commercials, shooting films, like his speaking appearances, just a whole bunch of stuff that he does while he's not. I actually feel like that sounds interesting. Right? I'd rather watch him do all that than probably play basketball. Not because I have anything against basketball. I'm just not a big fan of watching that. You know, he's a big fan here. Yeah. He's here. All the time. And for anybody who doesn't know where we're at, South Mississippi, he's a big fan of Los Chase Amigos, Mm -hmm. and he's here like a a lot. I would shit myself if I saw Shaq. He's at the one right there. Should I say this? Uh, Fuck it. I'm saying it. The the one right there at the end of Cedar Lake and Pops Ferry? Yeah. You know, he's he's there a lot. (laughs) I I would fucking shit myself. (laughs) Yeah, apparently he knows somebody in St. Martin or whatever, and they, they like, frequent that spot. Like, Holy shit. Right? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> now, now everybody's going to be going over there like, Shaq's yeah, like, here, Shaq's yeah. here. Like, you know, and but, you can't miss him. I mean, no, like, no, there's no way. Like, it's no, there's no way you can hide him. No. No, no, no <laughs> you ain't hiding him. And especially because he's I mean, getting a little big, too. He is. So, uh, yeah. Like, you know, he took well, that Barkley route. Trace. <laughs> it's true, it's true. All the refried beans. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fat in the beans. <laughs> and, man, it is. It's true. But can I just say, that sounds amazing, the docuseries, but yeah. you can have two shows, right? Yeah. I mean, Love Shack also. Exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, would, I'm just, I would find out. I would be in there and be like, Shaq, how do I make this relationship last for right, years? How right. do I have a healthy career and a healthy love life? Tell me. Hey, tell me how to do it. Let Shaq tell you real quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, said, he said, the secret is icy hot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Freaking, it's, I forget. It's, it's yeah. where you apply it. Yeah. Like, I've been doing it for years. Icy oh, hot. My oh, my gosh. You got to figure out the rotation. When it's hot, when it's cold. Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh my man. goodness! Can oh, we man. please reach out to his people? <laughs> this is a fucking brilliant Let's idea. Let's take it to dinner. <laughs> Let's yeah. take it. Yeah. Shaq, come back. We got, We're taking a little yeah. chase. We're I gonna pitch this idea. It's just everything. A pitch for love, Shaq. Yes. Let's chase amigos uh, in Biloxi. <laughs> it sounds like a plan. No. Shaq, give us a call. No, let's hop in your squad car and go <laughs> bust. <some> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this but, is why we're crazy. Exactly. This is why we're crazy. It's, it's just, so good. It, Cat Williams talks about that in his stand up too. He's like, you can't, he can't go undercover. He's going to go up to someone's window. Yeah. Do you have any drugs? <laughs> no, I don't have drugs. No, I don't have drugs. Shit, shit. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's man. so great. <laughs> yep. That is pretty great. I'd watch it. I'd totally watch Hell it. Yeah. I mean, that'd be so good. Oh so. man. Great way to end the industry news segment. All right, now it is time for our interview segment. Man, I'm so excited about this one today because we're dabbling in some music, man. Melinda Hale is coming on the show. She got this new single that's already out, La La Song. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about this too. I mean, it's entertainment, right? We're all about entertainment. Exactly. Music is huge right now, obviously. Mm-hmm. And But she's also a fellow podcaster. Yeah, she is. Uh, and she did some acting, and so she's well-rounded, man. I'm excited to talk to her. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, here she is. Hello. Hi. So, Melinda, welcome inside the Crazy Ant Farm. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, man. We're so excited to talk to you today because, obviously, the La La song is out, plus your EP, The One, is also out for everyone to stream everywhere. Yes. And you're a fellow podcaster. Yeah. You've you, done some acting. I am. 
And yeah, you're all over the place, but I, I love I that. Am. And I'm really excited about the podcast because you're a person after my own heart. You clearly like to touch on the uh, controversial subjects and not scared to say what you think. So that's, that's right. going to be fun. 100%. <laughs> Me too. Oh, man. But what we like to do is introduce you to the audience and the listeners out there who might not know who you are. We like to ask you to talk about your backstory, how you got into music. I see that you got started really early, started writing your own stuff around like nine, right? Yeah, I did. Oh, my goodness. So was that something you always wanted to do, music? Or how did how did you kind of fall into that? Is the family musical or? You know, that's Well, my dad was a musician and he always exposed me to like Motown and soul and just oldies and really good music growing up. And I, I grew up singing in church, which a lot of singers, of course, that's how they grew up. Mm-hmm. And it just always was something that I turned to. You know, I was always singing. I was always wanting to buy new tapes. I'm dating myself. Um, <laughs> and, uh, back in the day. And then, um, you know, just in elementary school I started doing musical theater and then high school doing musical theater and singing in jazz choir and exposing myself to all sorts of genres and then I went to college and I uh, I, I went to school for opera which a lot of people don't know that about me um, I never intended to be an opera singer but I, I wanted to get really good training mm-hmm. and then uh, following college I just started performing out with bands and, and singing cover bands and wedding bands and doing all that stuff and I had been starting writing my music you know like you mentioned at nine years old it clearly was not good at nine I had no idea what to talk about <laughs> but, uh, getting training in college and doing kind of commercial music and, and working with other singer-songwriters my, my sound changed and I learned how to kind of speak my voice through music so that leads me to today just being able to do it full-time and I love using music as a means to express myself and my my views and just let people kind of into my world a little bit oh wow that that's just fantastic now doing some research on you to get ready for this interview I saw that you were watching the Super Bowl and you saw Whitney Houston singing the national anthem and that's when you decided that's when you decided yeah, I was five years old yeah yeah. Remember saying, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. My parents remember this to this day, and I remember it. And I just remember being blown away and how I felt, even at five years old, but hearing her voice and how she affected everybody in the crowd. Like, that's just what I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to affect people in that way and inspire people in that way just with my voice. Yeah. So she's played a huge, uh, a huge part in, in my career path. And, and, and absolutely, I, re- I remember that. Time. I wasn't five, but we won't go there. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I do remember. I mean, I th- I thought sh- the, you're right. The voice was just phenomenal. But the way she was able to connect, I guess, to the entire emotion mm-hmm. that the the country was feeling at that time, and just bring it together. Yeah, I mean, goosebumps, and I can totally see how it would inspire you. It's like what you said to be able to express her her feelings with her voice and through song and man, she nailed it that day for sure. 100%. And I say, I was like, I feel like this is one of the most patriotic things to have ever happened in this country. Oh, absolutely. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Well, you said you grew up on Motown and, uh, so, and I saw that one of your podcast titles was talking about Michael Jackson. How do you, how does that feel right now? How do you feel about him? It's hard, you know, it's yeah. a very difficult situation because in so many of these situations, it, it is hard to separate the person from the music, but yeah. we, we, 
I, I get why people kind of are straying away from him and straying away from his music, and I respect that wholeheartedly. Um, I, I'm definitely one of the people that leans more on um, believing victims, um, mm. but I do like to hear facts and I do like to hear stories, but it's a hard situation, and I think a lot of people are struggling with it. Oh, sure. yes, very much so, very much so. We do a top five segment on our podcast where we list like the top five music videos or top five films where uh, a couple weeks ago we did top five music videos and of course we have to mention thriller we have to put thriller in there of course but we did also we did also have to talk about well i mean should we do it should we not because of it was just such a controversial thing right now yeah uh, yeah it's tough but no matter what you believe, it, it, it's not going to be denied with his talent and the mark that he did make in the music industry. Yeah, I, I like that point, and and I think that transcends through so much of entertainment it right does. now with the with the actors with the Me Too movement or or the musicians in the music and and all of the allegations. I mean, it really is. I agree with you. Hard to separate the person from their craft, but. I, I hope in some instances people can because I feel like, like you said, they contributed to our art exactly. and to the arts, uh, you know, and, and it would be sad for people not to be able to experience that because right. they can't get past right. the, what the person did. And that would be unfortunate. But I, I hope I, it is, though. I, I understand people who can't separate it. But what a waste if, if we lose so much of that art that's been contributed by so many talented people. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Well, we brought up the podcast. Let's talk about that a little bit. You just started uh, in February, right? Is that right? Yeah, that's, brand new. <laughs> that's so exciting, so exciting. And it's kind of like ours, talking about the controversial topics, what's going down in Hollywood. So it's very similar. So we are huge supporters already, already subscribed. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Thank of course, you. of I, course. And then, of course... I think so many people are so afraid to talk about those controversial topics and we can never really get past them if, if we keep kind of sweeping them under the rug you know so we have to have conversations about it definitely definitely there needs to be open dialogue and you're not by yourself on this podcast right you got a co-host yes i do his name is carmel humphrey and he's a longtime friend and a comedian and an entrepreneur so we we have a very good chemistry yeah oh that's just fantastic that's fantastic and we're huge coffee fans uh and we see he's got his own brew right <laughs> he does and it's it's fantastic oh so, man so jealous yes. where, where where can we uh pick some of that up Right. So right now it's just um an East Door and it'll be shipped to you, but it's black brew but with no A's. <laughs> so that's yeah. the hard thing. <laughs> that's fantastic. So you yeah. jumped in. Well, yeah, Logan asked you about Michael Jackson. I gotta ask because it looked like you jumped right in on the podcast about Jussie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, exactly. Oh, I mean, we we've uh -oh. done several episodes about Jussie. Yeah, seriously. Um, man, I just. What are your thoughts on that? Because my thoughts are on like. I just I, I I can't fathom why someone would ever find themselves in a situation where they felt like they had to do that. It, if if he, he did indeed do it, I, I just I, I can't fathom myself. Like I understand all the stuff that's going on. I understand the meaning about what he was trying to do or what he says he was trying to do. But man, I, I think like it's more was, harmful yeah. than helpful. Yeah. 100%. And if you understand the meaning behind what he was trying to do, I'd love for you to tell me because I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, 
I'm just so conf- the whole thing is so bizarre to me. And mm-hmm. even with all the little facts that kept coming out, and and then all of a sudden all the the charges getting dropped, I'm just really thrown for a loop with this situation. To me, it is it, it may by the end of the year, this is still going to be one of the most bizarre situations that has happened this no, year. I agree right. with that. Yeah, <laughs> I. I- I just think, uh, clarify what I meant by I, I, I understand what he was trying to do. I think that if he did indeed do it, which it certainly looks like he did, I think that he was attempting to use the situation of how society is right now and the divide and the hate that's that's in this nation and try to have something that he could use to get his message out there and that we can do better. We need to learn to get along. We need to, but I, I, the way that it backfired on him when by staging it all, as opposed to it really happening, I think he's done just the opposite. I think his intent maybe was good. Had he had it followed through and nobody found out that it was staged, but I feel like he's at a point in his life where he's got a platform to be able to send that message out there Mm -hmm. about equality and about love and about the divide and the hate without having to have done something like this. Exactly. But also, I can in this moment think of five different scenarios that could have been better executed than that one was. Absolutely. So I don't really know what he was thinking because it was not, it was poorly executed. It wasn't a good plan. And I, if you're going to invest money in something, like make it good. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good point. Exactly. I think Charles Barkley nailed it. That, but he was just like, uh, if you're going to write a check, don't write a check. It's like about that simple, you know. Don't do it. <laughs> but and don't put for masks and bleach and you know on the th- on the. Oh my gosh, I, I just don't even know. But I love the fact though that you have a podcast and that you're. A, especially as a young woman and a young woman of color that you're able to just say, you know what, I'm going to come at it. I'm going to say what I think Uh because I think a lot of people are timid. And like you said, a lot of people don't want to start the dialogue and have a discussion for, so, so for someone of your age and I mean, come on culture now. I mean, okay. You're a woman of color. You're a woman and you're and you're young. All three, you would assume in today's culture, are against you to, yeah. to from the start. Sure. And yet sure. you're like, you know what? <laughs> Let's yeah. have a conversation. And I'm going to tell you why it's not against me. And exactly. I'm gonna and I love that. Thank you. I appreciate that. You got to be fearless and take risks. So I've always kind of been that way. And yeah, I'm not afraid to speak my mind. It's really, if people follow me on social media, on my Facebook and my Twitter, the podcast is really just an extension of that. I mean, I've gotten (laughs) myself into so much trouble on Twitter, but um, (laughs) that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast. So I just like to talk and speak my mind. And I'm I'm very open too. I mean, I love hearing different points of view, but Mm -hmm. if you don't come at me with facts and you're just saying certain things, then I'm going to, I'm going to come right back at you. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think we're just like that, yeah, right? Yeah, seriously. I, mean, I feel like I, w- I will respect the hell out of you, even if you completely disagree with me, as mm-hmm. long as you can oh. back up why you think the exactly. way you think. And not Absolutely. with because or because you know it's this way no back it up and if you can legitimately back up why you think the way you think or have a point that you have and it's different from mine i will respect the shit out of it as long as you can back it up for sure for sure i totally agree with that oh man but uh let's talk about your music the la la song i i honestly can't get this song out of my head la 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 and i love the video too that was with your husband right in the video yes we did a cute little fun kind of home video style music video it was great (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome and that's available anywhere people can listen to music right correct itunes spotify amazon google pandora all of it yep 
Awesome, awesome. Man, and you've also dabbled a little bit in the acting. How How is that? Acting's been a lot of fun. I've done a few commercials, a few TV movies, some independent films and things like that. And I I just enjoy it. You know, I, like I started doing theater and I've done acting classes and everything. Music's always been my number one, but acting's definitely a lot of fun. I just love being involved in the arts in any way I can express myself. So, yeah, I try to do it as often as I can. Well, definitely. I mean, especially since you are uh, L.A. based. I mean, you're in the perfect place. Right, right. Lots of opportunity. Yes, definitely. So much opportunity that we can't wait to move out there in May. (laughs) That's (laughs) right. We're headed out there in May, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have a particular genre that that you tend to lean towards? Or I mean, I know you you mentioned Motown growing up, but it seems to me like you're so well-rounded and have such a background in in different arts and culture. Do you have a genre that you lean to, or are you all over in music? I mean, I just Sam in the adult contemporary genre and mm-hmm. I think that kind of you know bookends everything <laughs> that's true yeah seriously um the your the la la song kind of reminded me of a couple years ago the the love song I'm not gonna write you a love song because oh, you asked for yes. it yeah it really yeah. reminded me a lot of that and honestly I was oh, not expecting you. that it was so good thank you yeah she's a huge influence on, on on my songwriting so that means a lot thank you oh I love that that's awesome that's awesome and um I mean what what else do you got coming out this year what else do you have on the agenda I should say yeah for sure so um, my next single that I'm releasing is a song called story mm. and uh, I wrote this a, a a couple of years ago, actually, with a friend of mine named Kevin Porter, who also produced the song. And since a lot of my songs, if you've heard some of my past music, mm-hmm. I, I focused on social justice causes mm-hmm. and things that are to me. This song is really tackling um, the stories of homeless people because I think that that's mm-hmm. something that we don't think about, Definitely. especially in a surrounded by that we have such a large homeless population and it's incredibly sad to see and so i wanted people to in hearing this song really think about and remember that these people had parents once they were a child once you know they probably had dreams and aspirations and we don't really know how they ended up in this position because there seems to be just such a negative perception of homeless mm-hmm. people um i just wanted people to you know think like what's their story so it's a we really really touching video and kind of follows the profile of a, a few homeless people and I, I think people will be really touched by it. And what a great, yeah. what a great subject. I mean, you know, because I think a lot of people, especially L.A., you know, I know the first time we went out there, we were kind of shocked by, you know, because you always see this imagery of L.A. to the rest of the world. Right. You know, and but then when you get there and you realize, you know, right around the corner from where they're doing the world premiere, there are homeless people and yeah. there are drug addicts yeah. and there are problems. And, yeah, I, I think it's got to be one of the largest tent cities I've yeah. ever seen in my life of homeless people. Yeah. And you're right. It, it, it is an epidemic in this country and one that needs to be talked about in a so kudos to that for putting out a song about it because it is a problem yes absolutely absolutely. and i think what a lot of people don't realize is we're all just a couple of bad breaks away yeah you know you're right yeah Yeah. i mean i don't think there is such a stigma against homeless people and and, and this this bad vibe but you don't know what got them there and and they were you know i just yeah kudos i hope the song does huge happen to anybody it can happen to anybody and i don't think people realize that yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Well, like I said, I started following you on social media, and I saw that you've been posting a lot about Nipsey Hussle. What I mean, that is such a crazy situation. What do you do? You think there's some uh, conspiracy theory going on around surrounding the documentary? Because I've seen some stuff about that, but yeah. So um, 
just being in LA, I, I have I have cousins that live in that area as well, and it seems to be that it really was just like a jealous beef with this person that oh, apparently wow. was a known snitch and that Nipsey didn't want in that area around those people, and he just retaliated and and shot him. And it's so sad because if people, a lot of people weren't really familiar with Nipsey, and mm-hmm. I don't really listen to his music, but. I, definitely knew a lot of the things that he was doing in the community putting stem programs in school with opening up his clothing store just the way he was giving back to the community and really trying to build up that area mm-hmm. um it's a huge loss it's a huge loss to los angeles but specifically in that inglewood and crenshaw and slauson area it's yeah. very very agreed he really one of the good ones he really really was yeah and i mean i've noticed that he's been out for a while dropped numerous amounts of mixtapes but he just came out with his first album which was grammy nominated so yeah yep. gone way yeah. too soon yeah really 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 tragic so yeah. i hope we'll continue the work that he he began so so what one thing that we really like to do and i'm guessing this is going to be really good coming from you um we we always like because we do have a lot of people who are trying to get into the industry be it in music or be it in acting or or even behind the camera and writing and, and different types of arts. Um, we always ask our guests to give some advice that they would give to the people trying to get into the industry. So maybe some things to do, uh, and more importantly, maybe some things not to do or some things to look out for trying to get into the industry. So um, I like to say don't network, make relationships. Mm, I like that. When, when you go in into a situation like, oh, I'm going to network, I'm going to network, that's almost like you're just going in to get something. Mm-hmm. But if you focus on building relationships with people, that's going to benefit you so much longer. And I think people just need to have that mindset. Build relationships with people. Don't just look at them for what they can give you. Or, you know what I mean? Because that's just a horrible way for anything. But that's number one. Make relationships. But also don't be afraid to ask. Like Once you make these relationships, the worst somebody can say is no. And then you just move on, you know, but if you're, if you don't ask, you never know what people may be able to help you with. It took me a long time to realize that. And, you know, but I've posted on Facebook, like, Hey, does anybody know, have any connection to this? And you'd be so surprised how many people actually are willing to help. And I'm mm-hmm. definitely one of those people. I, I always tell people, don't be afraid to ask. Cause I know a million people I have a million connections and I'm happy to help people. Cause there's room at the table for everybody. Um, and the other thing is just, you have to believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, literally nobody else is going to so yeah. that's it's a good point <laughs> that's yeah absolutely well said every bit of it i love that relationships because i mean like you said it's not about you know finding somebody to what can you do for me you never know you build that relationship it's not about what can they do for you now maybe nothing but down the line who knows and what can you yeah. do for them I, and i mean right. that, that's the whole thing right we we built we pride ourselves on this podcast and with the relationships that we've built is if we can help somebody achieve their dreams or make a dream come true or get into the business why wouldn't we want to do that exactly. i mean we've had a lot of help on uh, towards us so why wouldn't we want to return that and be able to help somebody else? I mean, I think that's what it's right. all about. Yep, yep. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Definitely, Always. definitely. Well, yeah. in the day and age of social media, it's all about the followers. It's all about the likes. So where can people find you on social media? Are you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those good places? <laughs> I'm unfortunately on everything. So it's hard to keep up with. <laughs> yeah, I, we completely understand. Um, it's almost like a job in itself. It is. It is. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I'm just at Melinda Hale, M A L Y N D A H A L E. I'm very lucky nobody else has my name. There you go. So I'm just at Hale everywhere. Simple. Very simple. Uh, that, yeah, that makes it much easier, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to put the underscore or an odd random right, number or, right. you know. 
Uh, that, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, yeah, we talk about each week how social media can be a double-edged sword. Like, you can sometimes post your opinions on there, but sometimes, I'll be honest about it, Twitter just goes crazy. No, it'll, like, anything you say, they might go crazy. It's true. Well, <laughs> like you yeah. said, you've gotten in trouble a few times. Me too. I still, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, go, we, let, let, let's give you one example. We were talking about, um, casting for for Ironheart. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure if you're familiar, but with the Marvel movies and everything, there's a fee, there's a female Iron Man. She's called Ironheart and she kind of is a teenage prodigy and she takes over for Tony or whatever. Well, we were talking about who we thought would be great um to to be cast in that and we were just re- attacked relentlessly because we said Amanda St- I think Steinberg is her last name Amanda and we got just that we were trying to whitewash a character she's not black enough to play her she's dark skinned in the comic books and we I mean we we were just lit up right and we were like whoa right we just like this actor <laughs> yeah we just think she's a great actress and thought she would yeah. be great in the role same thing with Will Smith when they announced you know the um he's gonna be playing Aladdin. Venus and Serena dad yeah like what that that one yeah people were mad about that yeah (laughs) it's just crazy though that's why we're like you you could just make a comment and then all of a sudden get torn up on twitter like you know oh yeah you get you get crucified immediately (laughs) it's It's super crazy but you stick to it anyway exactly (laughs) stick to your guns (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness well listen this has been a phenomenal conversation you're just awesome and honestly awesome. welcome back anytime anytime you just want to come on with other podcasters you know shoot the shit hey, welcome back <laughs> yeah i'm good thank you for having me oh of course of course well listen we'll let you go we'll, you know you're a busy lady we'll let you finish out the rest of your day you have a fantastic day and we'll be talking to you soon sounds good thanks guys all right now bye-bye bye Man, talk about somebody who just doesn't care about what anybody else thinks. No, and is putting herself out there and expressing it through all kinds of arts, which yeah. I just love. You know, I mean, and I love when people refer to it as the arts. The arts. Because, you know, it is. Exactly. And it, I mean, I can't think of a better way. We talk about it every week on the show. A better way to express yourself other than through art, mm-hmm. you know, be it acting or music or, or literal art painting. And I mean, I just, she was fantastic. Yeah, man. she really was. I just love everything just about not caring about twitter not caring about what other people say and the podcast yeah i started listening it's fantastic yeah i I have no doubt i mean i just you you could tell just by the subject matter when we were doing our research she was all over it and she's like i'm gonna talk about this and this and this and and yeah she's fantastic yeah she really was thank you again melinda hill coming on the show top Five motivational songs, man. What gets you pumped up? What gets you going? What do you listen to when you work out? I, I, I want to know. <laughs> Seriously, well, this is an. Inter- I thought this was an interesting category. This, like they always are, was really tough. It was. <laughs> like really, they really, always really, really are. Yeah, tough. that's true. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's got to be great. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, okay Miss Latte, what you got? What do you work out to? Okay, so. You know, I love my fiance. Yes. Of course. Especially yes. whenever we're, when I'm working out. Mm-hmm. And uh, run the world, man. You, you, oh, yeah. You I can see that you one. You want to get your yep. spots on? Put that song on. <laughs> that, that's a good you're choice. Like, you're going to be pumping <laughs> some iron. <laughs> um, 
Another one of hers is also partition. Mm, yeah, that beat. Yeah, like especially that uh, how can you not? I gotta tell you, every road trip we have ever taken, that's how we test the bass. Yeah, that's how we test it. For all the rental car companies out there that we've ever used, we test your speakers by cranking petitions. That one actually has two for that category, which the other one is Missy Elliott's Pass That Dutch. I think it actually has a different like actual name, but that's Mm -hmm. what I always call it. Same thing, that bass, man. It just pumps me up. Yeah. Um, this one for one feel a little funkier. Janelle Monae's "Make Me Feel." Ooh, that girl yeah. is funky as hell. Hell yeah, yeah. She great really actress, is. great yeah. singer. Mm-hmm. She's just like on top of her yeah. shit. Yeah, and I mean, I, like so, I've I've been listening to more of her music too, but especially "Make Me Feel." That one really. Yeah, she's um, fantastic. And then if I'm feeling a little more rocky, um, I like to go with "Over the Hills and Far Away." Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Um, that one yes. isn't so much working out, but more of like if I'm like driving somewhere and getting yeah. excited or yeah. whatever, or like yeah. a road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and then same thing with this one, Safari Song with um, the Greta Van Fleet band. There you go. They, uh, that similar vein, just that like good rock, like that voice yeah. that pierces through. Yeah. You're like, yeah. hell yeah, let's get yeah. this Exactly. Done. I like how you brought up the different like types of motivation because yeah. it is different. Yeah. Like between like working out or going to like get pumped up for an interview to yeah. like confidence. Or just like, going to a party or going out with exactly. friends. Like there's all different ways to get yourself motivated. And there's different Agreed. music and styles for different moods. Agreed. Agreed. So well, on my list. On mine, uh, if I'm going to an interview, if I know I'm going to rock, I'm going to rock it, I'm going to just take over the company at the end of the day. <laughs> That's how I go into interviews. I'm just going to take over the company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. you might as well. Yeah, where do you um, see yourself species. in five years? In your seat? In your seat. Making <laughs> <laughs> twice as much. <laughs> right. Uh, and this is why. Cream Wu-Tang Clan. Mm. That's what I listen mm. to. Yep, cash rules everything around me. Um, when it's life and it's something that's just so big that I feel like I might be scared to try to overcome, I listen to Not Afraid, Eminem. Mm. It's a good one. It it's is a good, a good one. one. Um, if I'm just feeling a little down, just a little bit, a little bit, and trying to like get a pick-me-up, I listen to Up, Up, and Away by Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. Another motivational one that... For like chasing our dreams to go out to California and just being there when we listened to this song was so epic. And I'm surprised you didn't put it on your list. City of Angels, 30 Seconds to Mars. It was on my list. Was it? I took it off because I knew you had it on there. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it was right there on my list because, yeah, it fires me up every I, time every we go. Time. It's like, yeah, especially that, you know, I am home line. Exactly. Like, finally, I am home Like, yeah, fuck it. We were driving through uh, Malibu. We were right by the beach. And on the other side, it was mountains. And it was like, I am home. Oh, it yeah. We so were good. like hardcore jamming. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a brilliant song. It was so song. good, so good. And the last and final one, Trapped Headstrong. Yeah. Now, this is the first, fun fact, this is the first ever song I memorized. Yeah. 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 When I was like five. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, That's fun awesome. fact. That's a good list. That's two very eclectic lists. Yeah. I'm an 80s guy. <laughs> we know you just we know. know who i am i so. tried to put a couple of new ones in there for lil cam because she ain't here so i'm trying to represent lil cam a little bit so you know but <laughs> i'm an Jovi, 80s guy i'll do my little progression here okay I, like you guys just did my little progression all right so when i first get trying to pump up and as a welcome to the jungle of course you know you got to face the world you know you're ready you're the yeah, jungle yeah. it's gonna tear you up but you're ready to 
to fight it's it. A okay, good you're good. One, man. All right. So Guns N' Roses, oh, anybody who doesn't fucking know, get welcome to the jungle. What the fuck is wrong with you? Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> what the right. fuck is wrong with you? Then I realize in order to make it through the jungle, you have to have the eye of the tiger <laughs> by survivor. Because come on, who doesn't get bumped up running the beach with eye of the Let tiger? Let me guess. Guy? Next will be in Africa with Toto. Shut up, no, <laughs> no. But that would have been good. <laughs> That's right. No. But good choice. Good choice. No, after I have the eye of the tiger and I realize I have it, then I go to fighter. Mm. By, by Christina Aguilar. This one's for Emily, well, obviously. Fighter. Yeah, it's, it's yeah no, it's there good. You go. Fighter, right? You're a fighter. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you realize that once you're a fighter and you're getting through it all and you're going to make it, you're a survivor. A survivor <laughs> by Beyonce, <laughs> Destiny's Child. Right? Because you're a fucking survivor. You're yeah. a pump. You're going to make it. And once you realize you've done that, then you tell you're them to the say fucking your champions. <laughs> no, you're the champ. We are the champions with Queen. There you go. Why, from like, starting off, you're welcome to the jungle, and you finish a fucking champion. Oh That's my god. Why my do list. I like? I see a little like short film in my head, like <laughs> this dude just getting to an island, going through the jungle, have to fight this random island <laughs> guy. Like he and survives then, it. He, he really survives had, it. You know? He survives this That's random right. ass poison ivy. Right. Like I don't know. We just created a short film and did the soundtrack. <laughs> exactly. Brilliant. It's brilliant. I'm just oh my saying. And you gotta have Beyonce. You're so I mean, right. How can you have a fire up get you going without having Beyonce? Exactly. On the list? Queen B. Yeah. She Queen B. Queen and exactly. It's true. <laughs> it is time to take it back. Oh man, it's time to go back in history, review some amazing things that happen in the entertainment history or the entertainment industry, I should say. Man, let's start off with Monday, May 13th. Uh, we got some stuff going on. Let's start off with 1970, the Beatles movie, Let It Be, premieres. Yes. This is just one yes. of their greats. Uh, absolutely. And, and I should mention, it's a fantastic year, 1970. Mm, is it? Yeah, is it? Yeah, it is. It happens to be my birth year, uh, but you know it's you okay. Know? The, uh, this other thing happened that year, too, with the Beatles, that little group. The yeah, Beatles, that you know? little group. You know? Oh man! We can only hope that the ants become as big as the Beatles were. Right. I mean, tell it. But yeah, let it be. Like you said, just one of many numerous massive projects that these guys had, and the film. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I loved how they made the transition into film a little bit with the yeah. music and stuff. It, I mean, let it be. Probably, if you haven't seen it, watch it. One of the greatest films, in my opinion, ever. Yeah. If you just like the Beatles and you like music and you like good filmmaking, that's funny watch let it be yeah there you go i mean seriously can't get any simpler than that no (laughs) and in 2004 also on may 13th it was the final episode of frasier which was watched by 33 million people see that i'm talking about 33 million people Mm. i mean that's crazy it is crazy but frasier beloved yeah again honestly coming from cheers like yeah yeah and i I mean and guys if you if you listen to the full podcast industry news over the past few weeks and everything we've been talking about this kelsey shopping a Frasier reboot. Yeah. And the only That'd speculation be crazy. Is, is that he doesn't want uh, Frasier to be in Seattle anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. No, Shit. he wants it out of Seattle. Yeah. And now, unfortunately, that Proven Innocent, which I'm very mm. pissed about, again, one of those shows that couldn't build an uh, audience because yeah. they didn't get any time. Yeah, it's canceled. So Kelsey's free. Uh, free. You know, let, let, but from what I understand, numerous outlets, mm. not just broadcast networks or yeah. cable networks, but also Netflix and the streaming. I mean, that makes sense. They're interested in it. They yeah. all kind of want it. So Yeah, I mean, he's brilliant. He's a genius when yeah, it comes to Frazier, the creative. Yeah, and man, I... 
it would be so good. Yeah. It would be so good. Agreed. And it's been long enough. Agreed. You know how sometimes these reboots, yeah. they're too soon? Yeah. This has been long enough for yeah. Frasier, I think, to come back and, yeah. and be successful. And honestly, I was kind of surprised because when it said 2004, it ended in 2004. When did Cheers end again? I forget. Like, in the 80s or something? 90s? 90s. 90s? 90s. Okay. Yeah. So it, like, picked up a few years later. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think they, they may have crossed one year mm-hmm. where like where they were both on kind of like where they yeah. spun him off and maybe cheers had a year or two still to go before yeah. it ended and free but yeah i mean they were both on for so long mm. yeah it's hard to remember when but yeah yeah seriously you want to take over tuesdays all right all right tuesday may 14th 1989 god i'm loving the years bro 1989 <laughs> was a hell of a year for me good year uh the final episode of family ties this mm. one with 36 million people watching now i know a lot of people were attached to that one yeah i mean michael j fox yeah but <laughs> alex p keaton yeah now no, can't do it you can't. i'm not gonna get into politics I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> but i can only imagine how many conservatives yeah that Alex P. Keaton spawned in the 80s oh, under shit. the Reagan era. Yeah. Because, you know, he, he was hardcore with the briefcase, the thing, hardcore Republican conservative. Yeah. Which is so funny because Michael J. Fox, not. Not, but yeah. But Alex P. Keaton, <laughs> yeah. wholeheartedly, and it was brilliant. But I got to imagine, yeah. Again, a very beloved show. I mm-hmm. think people were very attached to those characters. Yeah. But in 1998, mm. nine years later, if you thought the thirty-something million by Frasier and uh, Family Ties was good, right? Seinfeld's Oof. finale aired. Seinfeld, and this is just mind-boggling: seventy-six point three million people. Damn, watched that finale. Mm. Now, I want to say that that's probably it was a two-night finale. Which yeah, clarified. Yeah, so that seventy-six million total was probably thirty-something million the first night, thirty-something. Right, but combined yeah. viewership. So you know we don't want to hammer family time. Right. Yeah. Thing, like but, you know, yeah. Um, and commercials. This is like Super Bowl and shit. Yeah. This is the crazy thing. During the finale of Seinfeld. Two million dollars a pop for a thirty-second commercial. Yeah, that is I mean, like Super Bowl, Super Bowl shit. Yeah, especially back in nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, like, can you even? But they got to be paying them people. Yeah, Remember, seriously. Seinfeld was one of the first shows where he got ownership of the show. Mm, yeah, and the cast renegotiated yeah. for a piece of the profits yeah. as well. Yeah, so, friends learned a lot from Seinfeld. Honestly, yes. yeah, Seinfeld is banking like millions and millions of dollars a year, and I mean, so are the friends. Yeah, and. Just from the ownership of the show. Yeah. Because once it went into syndication, Mm -hmm. they get them royalty checks. Exactly. And it isn't just the royalties from the acting, it's the ownership. So when when TBS buys the reruns... Yeah, and however many times it's played or whatever. They get a percentage of whatever that was paid yeah to to buy that those real i mean it's insane it's insane god bless them man. it really is man but that's one of those shows that's just gonna stick around forever i feel right. like and the classic the show about nothing it yeah was literally a show about nothing. exactly i mean like there was no point no, they they just right, yeah. showed up at jerry's apartment most of the time talking about whatever exactly I mean, you know i mean like i don't know no, no exactly <laughs> uh, it just yeah oh uh, shit's so funny but, maybe they were developing the b movie or some shit but the, it, it translates, though, because, I mean, I feel like most stand-up comics, 
they really get up there and they just talk about yeah. nothing. It's talking about whatever hit them that day or that moment. I mean, I know they work on their routine, but yeah. it's, it's very much just what's happening right now. Exactly. And I felt like Seinfeld was very much that. Yeah. Every week, the writer they bring a lot of like what's in their life into the show, exactly, yeah, or and into their stand up. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like less. the writer's room on Seinfeld was like, "What's going on this week? What did you get? What did yeah, you get? exactly. Oh, you did that. Oh, and then that was in it. Yeah. That was the show. So yeah, brilliant though. Yeah, I'm absolutely brilliant. Honestly, I'm gonna let you have Wednesday because I know you want to talk yes. about this one. All right, <laughs> not around in this year. No, I was no, not no. <laughs> 1928, Wednesday, May 15th, 1928. The mouse. The mouse. The mouse. We strive to be bigger than yes. every day. The mouse. Mickey made his first ever appearance in a silent film called Plane Crazy. Mm. Yes. Now, I don't think this one was ever debuted anywhere. I think this was only, like, made, and they tried to shop it around, but it was not successful. Exactly. <laughs> and remember, Mickey didn't start off as Mickey. So this, that, I mean, this, this is Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Mortimer Mouse and Oswald debuted before Mickey. Yeah. I mean, Mortimer kind of transformed into Mickey yeah. and became the Mickey that we all know and love, but it was actually Mortimer Mouse, and... and Oswald, they were both played in, in movies well before Mickey was. So yeah, yeah, super right. crazy. I, wouldn't you like to see playing crazy though? Mm, I would. Yeah, I mean, just to see like the history, man. That's that's legendary. Yeah, honestly, you just nailed it. History, night, the mouse, man, nineteen twenty eight. Eight. You see what they're doing today? Yeah, exactly. That's all I'm saying, dude. To have that kind of longevity in this industry, exactly. Not only to have the longevity. But the massive success. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've had ups and downs, but for the most part, since yeah, Roy and Roy founded them, they have been successful for that yeah. long of a period of time, which is yeah. just insane. Agreed. I mean, kudos to them. Yeah, seriously, just rocking and rolling. And right. yeah, this one's you. This yeah. one's totally you. Yeah, this next one, Shrek Two, it premieres at Cannes, which honestly I think was a huge step forward in the kind of like the computer animation because that's when it was all becoming new like the first Incredibles coming out like Finding Nemo and stuff like this so I feel like the Shrek series and the Shrek franchise really put a step forward in the animation game. And now do you think because you're right I mean it, it it's a cartoon. Yeah. And Cannes legitimately and and most likely would be argued the most important film festival Agreed, in, the, yeah. in, in the industry. Yeah. If you're a filmmaker, that's where you want to be. Yeah. Um do you think that Steven Spielberg and Jeffrey Katzenberg the fact that they were involved in DreamWorks SKJ they it had to have had something to do with a cartoon playing at Cannes, right? And I, I mean, such a commercial yeah, cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like an artsy. This was a no, commercial yeah, film, definitely. I, I just feel like they had, to yeah, have like to have had something. that like that name backage, like to have that name backing like the franchise. Uh, yeah, definitely. And I remember, feel like... that's when DreamWorks was new. Yeah, and in fact, so new they were still called DreamWorks SKG. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's before they dropped the SKG. KG, exactly. which is, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, Spielberg, Katzenberg, and Geffen, mm-hmm. the three founders of yes. it. Um, so, yeah. I, just interesting to me, because you don't think normally, you don't associate cartoon films at Cannes. No. But yeah, seriously. Especially, like, back in that time. I mean, I feel like, especially back in the early 2000s, they might have been rejected at such a huge film festival, I yeah, feel like. so. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Now, this next one, 2005, the very next year, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith came out at Cannes. And I remember I was so excited for this film, and then 
when I saw it, I was so happy, but then I saw it a few years later, and I was like, damn, this looks awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Like, I remember everybody was waiting for this one. They were waiting for Anakin to turn into Darth Vader. And then when they saw it, they were like, really? That's what we got? I will say it was the best out of the prequels. Agreed, of that prequel. I mean... That, it, was, it, that, it tril- was... that trilogy was bad. Yeah, and... I- it's so disappointing because, like you said, I think everybody when they announced that they were going to do the prequel trilogy, everybody was like, ah! "Like, oh shit, yeah!" And then it was like it just was hammered. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, felt like it didn't get any recognition. Honestly, they didn't like the way the CGI was. They didn't like the atmosphere of the outer space scenes. They didn't like the lava scenes at the end where he's like decomposing and like burning half of his face off. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think. But it was a lot to do at that time. It was. So, and I think that people retaliated against George Lucas, in my opinion, because he went away from what I think made the original trilogy as epic and special and, and, and endearing to the people the, that it was, which was old school filmmaking. Yeah. I mean, while it was cutting edge technology in the That's 70s what it and was, everything yeah. that he was doing, it was still miniatures and like di- and different yeah. it and it was camp. Yeah. And, and he just put this huge emphasis of CGI and digital effects yeah. and shot it on digital. It wasn't there like, yet. Just, it wasn't the technology wasn't there no. yet for you to take that kind of like leap, yeah. I guess you and could I say. I think if he had just gone old school filmmaking. Yeah. And kept in the guise and the feel of the original trilogy, I think it would have been much more. And Jar Jar. Yeah, agreed. I mean, yeah, that, that. Oh my <laughs> gosh. A lot of people hate that. Jar Jar. Yeah. I mean, that poor guy, <laughs> Ahmed Best. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he literally, guys, he almost committed suicide. Holy shit. From all of the that he took. Wow. I mean, it was that bad that this guy almost killed himself over it. I Damn, mean, I didn't know that. People did not. <laughs> like Jar Jar and Natalie Portman. I just saw an article. I love that you're so on top of it. The, the, the history, man. She just had an article uh, this week, in fact, where she still is is hurt and disappointed at how much the the prequel trilogy was hated. Mm. She she just she takes it personal. Yeah, and yeah, because I mean, she was involved in all three of those. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, if it makes her feel any better, people were not a fan of the second one of the the you know the post trilogy. Yeah, you know, I mean, the first honestly, one came out fly, but Ryan Johnson's one. I mean, people did not like. Yeah, it. well, I mean, that's why my that question gets brought up in the back of my mind so much is, do these people care about Star Wars anymore? You know. Well, I can say at least JJ does. Yeah, yeah. JJ has made no point that he is he's gonna fix whatever the fans didn't like yeah. in the second one and gonna end this thing right, yeah. apparently. So I feel like there's a couple people that maybe still care. Yeah. You know, so Yeah. I mean we shall see, man. We shall see. Yeah. Uh, mm. goodness gracious. Uh two thousand nine on May fifteenth, Farrah's story was airs on NBC. It followed the battle of Farrah Fawcett's story, her battle with cancer. Yeah. Oh, man. I I just remember this just being a downhill thing, and then when she died the same day as uh, MJ there. Yeah. And well... <laughs> and I felt so bad for her. Yeah, because it got, it got overshadowed. Because you, ha- you have to understand, Farrah Fawcett was 
an icon yeah. in the 70s. Mm. I mean, she's probably one of the most recognizable women in the world. Yeah. The 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 posters on Charlie's Angels, the feathered hair, yeah. the 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 bathing suit posters everywhere and like one of single-handedly the most recognizable iconic women in the world mm-hmm. at that point. And stayed that way. She kind of went down a little bit. She had a huge resurgence in this TV movie that she did called The Burning Bed, yeah. which was about domestic violence and abuse and she oh, was wow. killing her husband. Resurged her back to the forefront. You know, and was living the life again with her career, and then got the cancer. Damn. But so my point, why I was why I said I felt bad for her though, because like J Lo said, when she died, oh, it was everywhere. Everybody was talking about it. Legendary, you know, icon, you know, blah. blah. And, and then, then MJ died a uh, little bit later that day. Yeah. And then there was nothing. Nothing. Farrah Fawcett was like an afterthought, yeah. like fourth page in the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> kind of obituary type yeah. thing. And I just felt bad for like her because she was she was an icon, honestly. Honestly, a staple in pop culture. Yeah. If you are into pop culture and you know your, everybody knows who Farrah Fawcett is. And Farrah Fawcett Majors, if you guys didn't Mm. know, was married to Lee Majors, the Bionic Man, for quite a while. And Mm. like, yeah. So that was interesting. Fun facts, man. Fun facts, yeah. Yeah, she was Farrah Fawcett Majors when she was on uh, Charlie's Angels and was married to Lee Majors. Yeah. And that didn't go so well because, you know, they both had hit shows and they were kind of like having things and, you know. Uh, that'll cases. tear up a, mar- a marriage, yeah. but it didn't last long. Yeah, but they were like one of the most iconic couples. In the yeah, 70s. That makes sense. So, that makes sense. I mean, this next one I'm really excited about. Thursday, May sixteenth, nineteen twenty nine, the first ever Academy Awards. Yeah, the f- yeah, man, wanna, taking it back. We're gonna be it this year. So we are. We are. Mm-hmm. We might just be on the red carpet outside. Yeah, but, but we'll be but there. We're gonna be there. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, 1929. And remember, this was like in a little side yeah. conference room yeah, at a just, hotel. Exactly. And it wasn't like this big, yeah. huge thing. That, that it is now. now. And they would announce the winners, hand them the trophy, and then they'd go home. Yeah. It was like no big after parties. Exactly. No big... And they celebrated like uh, three years of film, like the three years prior yeah. to 1929 for the awards. So. Which is just amazing yeah. to me. Like, and now... I mean, it's like yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the after parties, the governor's ball, mm-hmm. like they're more important. I feel like now than the, than actual, the actual Oscars Oscar ceremony. I mean, it, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> but back then, I feel like back then too. It, I liked the smaller kind of ceremony yeah. because it legitimately was about the art. Yeah. Back then, you wanted to win that yeah. statue because it meant your studio yeah. was going to get a big recognition. Yeah. Your actor was going to get big. It meant something back then. Now I feel like. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I got the statue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I, half the time they're yeah. talking about, oh yeah, where is it? I don't know. It's like in my bathroom or something. <laughs> like, really? Because I would have like the most epic yeah. display. Like a shine. I, I. I. Yeah. Honestly, I would have. Have it in a display case yeah, I like I mean, on like a red satin or a red like silk pillow right. yeah mm-hmm. and how often do you hear we read about it all the time that they're in a pawn shop somebody goes yeah oh, look i saw like, such and such fucking ridiculous a pawn shop. it's like what yeah i mean guys it's about the art it's about exactly your craft. and when you get that statue that means you were at the pinnacle of what you do. yeah i mean I, I just feel like it should mean agreed something. agreed so, now I gets now i have this question for you do you have this need for speed? Yes, I do. Do you? Oh, yeah, because uh, I am constantly in the danger zone. <laughs> <laughs> I have the need for speed 
all the way home all from the time today, buddy. <laughs> I was I was in that jet flying, and sometimes I swear I was inverted. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! Talk about an iconic, epic movie. Yeah, seriously. Right? Oh my gosh! Premiered. Yeah, eighty six. Top Gun, man. Dude, I gotta tell you, I remember this fondly. Um, one, I love the movie. Two, I went with people that I just absolutely adore and mm-hmm. had a great time with friends and 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 seeing the movie now, but. Literally, guys, if 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 you weren't around then, if you're kind of like J Lo's age or whatever, the the movie was so massively popular that after the first weekend, the Navy used it as a recruiting tool, oh, and they would have Navy recruiters outside of the theaters yeah. signing people up. Damn, everybody wanted to be a naval aviator. Everybody wanted to go into you know yeah. top gun and be yeah. You know, it was amazing yeah. seeing how many people were like after that movie came Do out. Do you think Top Gun started that trend? Because we just went and saw Captain Marvel and they were outside the I theater. I absolutely <laughs> think that, that Top Gun started that. Yeah. I, I really do. I mean, who everybody wanted to be that, which, you know, yeah. the amount of people who actually get into Top Gun. Yeah. You know, you know. And they say that. that. That was the best I, thing, though. That was the funniest thing. You see all these people coming out and they're basically yeah. signing their lives away for they're four like, years yeah. in the Navy. Like, yeah, Top Gun. Yeah, a fighter pilot. And I'm like, did you not just watch the, watch movie? the movie? It's almost impossible to get into Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> Graduating from Top Gun's even harder. Like, but and you just signed up. You're probably going to be on a submarine somewhere. Yeah. Like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you for your service, sir. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, come on. Everybody wanted to be Tom Cruise. Yeah. Maverick and Goose, right? Yeah. He didn't want to be. And it's funny that you brought up Captain Marvel because the movie was so popular that Captain Marvel. The cat is named Goose. Exactly. After Goose in Top Gun. In Top Gun. Captain Marvel is a fighter pilot. Carol exactly. Lover, so, yeah, just... And the new one's coming. Yeah, the new one's exactly. Coming. What's that next year? Are they two years? I think it's next year. Oh, shit. Yeah, they, I mean, I, I think they wrapped filming. It's been filming for, for a while now. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. All right. Going to 2002. Sticking with the Star Wars theme, I guess, <laughs> this week. Um, Star Wars Attack of the Clones opens in theaters. Now, out of the prequel, the middle one, the second one, that was my favorite. Because I I like it when he gets his arm cut off by uh, Count Dooku. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this the one, too, that also had the epic lightsaber battle with Yoda? Yoda and yeah. Dooku. Yeah. yeah. That was like, yeah, yeah pretty badass. To finally see Yoda kicking and, ass, yeah, like this motherfucker training everybody, but like, I know. we finally got to see why he trained, yeah, because Yoda was a badass. Yeah, I mean, see, I feel like that whole trilogy, there were moments, yeah, there were that moments, were just like oh my god, that is so epic, and then the rest of it not, yeah, and so fuck. you're kind of like you're overwhelmed with the not, but you got to remember those epic moments in, in that film. You're right when the arm is cut off and the battle. Yeah. For me, yeah. Yoda flipping yeah, around. Flipping Duke around Duke and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so badass. I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, they finally got to use that puppet. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Frank Oz got to take him off the hand for once, God damn it. Was Hell beautiful. yeah. It was beautiful. Hell yeah. All right, going to Friday, May 17th. Back in 1939, the first ever televised baseball game on NBC, and it was a college game, Princeton defeating Columbia 2-1. to one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Back in the day. 
Yeah. Like when they when the hats were not flat bills and they were actually yeah, like Yeah, 1939. So really at the at the beginning of television. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like the the golden era and right there out of the gate kind of fresh, you Yeah. Know? That wow. Wow. I know, man. It's crazy. And now it's like supposedly America's pastime. But I mean, honestly, I don't know anymore. What is America's sport? Because people are so mad at football. I mean, people, I feel like, don't even really watch baseball anymore. I know I might get well, some hate no, from that. No, I mean, I feel like, first of all, you hear about all these huge baseball contracts. Yeah. And you hear about all these stadiums. And then you're right. If you turn on TBS or you turn it on on the weekend or whatever and you watch the game, there's like nobody there. Exactly. So how are they paying all exactly. these players? Uh, millions of, and for, if it's through TV rights, you know, because yeah. you know the broadcast networks pay to show the game. Why would they pay as much money as they're paying? Seriously, nobody's watching. Nobody. Like, I feel like baseball has become when the World Series is on, people tune in. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, nobody gives a shit, dude. And, the and, freaking seasons are so long. But the only time I enjoy baseball is when I'm actually there in the environment, and you yeah. know. Have a hot oh, dog. Oh, you're right. I mean, as a kid, being taken to the game yeah. was one of my favorite things ever. Free hat, you'd get your helmet, yeah. you'd get your little bat, you know, and I can't tell you how many times. It was one of my favorite memories with my dad, you know, especially when we got to sit behind and, hey, yeah. you all you the whole neighborhood, just yeah. like dads and the sons, and you, it, you're right, it, it, but I feel like it's just kind of lost that. I know. It's, I mean. It's kind of a shame. Yeah, and you're right. I Football, I think. Football is America's pastime. Now, you bring up a See, good I don't even think it is because hates everybody it, hates it. But when you tune in, there's jam-packed stadiums. You never That's see good an point. empty... Buffalo. Buffalo, <laughs> like... Buffalo, there's yeah. nobody there. But every other stadium in the... They're jam-packed. They're always sold out. Man. So, I mean, I feel like maybe, but you're right. I mean, the past couple of years. Well, yeah, exactly. I blame it on Goodell, though. That's... I'm going to take some heat for that. He's but, changed a lot of shit. And he's, in my opinion, he'd send the hate my way. Send not <laughs> But he's fucked up the NFL. Mm. I mean, seriously. Yeah. In my, uh, I was a Pete Rozelle guy, okay? Yeah. Commissioner Pete Rozelle. And, and the NFL thrived under Pete Rozelle. And Paul Tagliabue took what Pete Rozelle did and built on it and mm-hmm. turned it into this epic thing that it was. Yeah. And Goodell has ruined it fucking all. <sighs> I'm just saying. I mean, so many fucking role changes, man. It's not even fun to watch anymore. It's not. It, it It's... It's really not. Yeah. You can't even touch anybody anymore. Exactly. Like, it's and, like not even a contact sport. And <laughs> they make these epic catches, but now they're not catches because he didn't take a step. He's got to make a football move or yeah, something what, what like that. that. What's a football yeah, move? It's like, is the ball in his hand? Yeah. Then he caught it. It doesn't matter if he took a fucking step or not. He caught the fucking ball. Exactly. I mean, stupid shit like that, I think, has ruined the game. You're yeah. right. And how we, boy, we can spin a category. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I put, yeah, I put this one on there because, you know, Frazier ended like earlier yeah, yeah. this week so i thought this one would be yeah, funny no it's fantastic uh and boy though like, i love how we get from baseball to we hate fucking po- football but okay. <laughs> um, 1990 cheer star kelsey Grammer. yeah this is big though because this was during the heyday yeah. of yeah you know fraser um 30 days dwi mm. um look look to Kelsey Grammer's credit, though, and it's one of the reasons why I really like Kelsey Grammer and I really respect him, he has never shied from it. Yeah. He had some issues. He mm-hmm. went through some turbulent times. He he was not always a nice guy when yeah. he was abusing alcohol and abusing some substances. And, and he, he 
not a nice guy. Yeah. He'll be the first one to tell you. I treated my wife's like shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did all that. But the guy owned it. He's cleaned himself up. He's yeah. taken responsibility, and he's and he's had a nice little research. Much the RDJ route. Yeah, you know, Kelsey was another one of those. Is like, I need help. Yeah. I, I'm in bad shape. You got to stop just doing this yeah. shit. And 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 I, so much respect for the people who do that. Right. You know, because there are so many of them that continuously keep taking the probation Agreed. and the slap on the wrist, and just continuously keep fucking up. Exactly, it wasn't man. me. Somebody yep. else's fault. It wasn't me. It's freaking um, crazy, honestly. Just own your shit. Exactly. I think people will forgive you if yep. you just own your shit. Exactly. Box office predictions, man. There's some stuff that I got right, and there's one thing I got wrong. I'm not even gonna lie. Let's go back to a recap. Uh, okay, number one, it was Avengers Endgame. Of course. Right. I mean, I predicted around 60 to 70 million. It got 63.2. Um, but I, I don't I don't know if it'll be number one again this week. It's going to be interesting, but uh, we'll talk it about it. It is going to be, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, number two was Detective Pikachu. It had a strong breakout. Mm. I was surprised. It uh, got 54.3. I predicted uh, 50 to 60 million, and I was very surprised. One of our buddies that went and saw it, he said it's very kid friendly. I expected it to be more around like the PG thirteen era like mm-hmm. line because I mean it's Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. You think yeah. De- Deadpool is Pikachu? I'm <laughs> expecting Pikachu to say fuck like yeah, yeah, and exactly. Pika, Pika, fuck you bitch bow. Exactly, <laughs> like, like, but apparently but, he kept it tame. Yeah, apparently. but it, I mean it's doing well. It's doing well. Um, number three was the hustle, which I got right. You got to do it. Yeah, I wonder. We still don't know. Is the hustle in the hustle? Right. Like we still need to find out. Fail. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. It got 13 million. I predicted 13 to 18. So, boom, motherfuckers. Um, number four, I predicted Pom Pom, which is not even on the top five list. So, that's just going to go I away. I haven't heard of that one. I, yeah. It, Apparently, nobody, nobody else has. Either. Nobody has. <laughs> um, but number four was The Intruder with 7.2 oh. yeah. million. That creepy ass smile. Dennis yeah, Quaid. Dennis Quaid, man. Mm. He's got another one coming out this weekend. He does. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to say the joke this time. I don't care. I was going to say it last time, but you know, do you think that his creepy face, weird smile stalker look is based on Meg Ryan's face after she fucked it up with plastic surgery? Ooh. I'm just saying, Meg Ryan Ooh. looks pretty creepy, right? Oh, I haven't seen it. Ouch. Oh, you, oh. It's, I haven't seen her since like the nineties. Adorable <laughs> Meg Ryan, yeah. Top Gun, all the beauty, yeah, like you know, just a Harry Met Sally kid. No, she is. God bless her heart and soul, and please yeah. don't hate me. Send all the hate my way, but she is terrifying right now. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it was one of those butcher, like Priscilla Presley butcher jobs. Yeah. Like it was, just, it's bad. Yeah. It was bad. It- it's not I'm good. I'm just, just no, saying it's, it's a bad joke. But I mean, I'm just, I mean, he had a lot of, yeah, like, oh, yeah, shit. Like, that, let me let me work on that face. <laughs> that looks familiar. <laughs> um, <laughs> and number five was Long Shot, that Seth Rogen won with 6.3 million. I predicted five to ten. So I only got one wrong. Yeah, no, you so, did good. I've um, heard that's one, that one is really good as well. I have too. I mean, I think the money totals just, you know, it's a victim of Avengers. Yeah. But I, 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 I want to see that one. I hear it's I really, too. really good. So. Yeah, definitely. 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 Well, now new ones that are coming out this week. We got John Wick. This is the third installment of mm. this franchise. And man, who supposedly everybody all because he is a agent. He's a hitman. And all the other hitmen are coming after him now. Right. In this third one. So oh. shit's going to get crazy. You There's going to be I'm a lot of violence. excited about about this one? What? Halle Berry. 
Mm, yeah. Have you seen the clips with her and all the stuff that yeah. she's been posting about it? Yeah. She looks fucking badass, yeah. bro. That that woman. Speaking of, you know, all the all the workout talk, all, you know, and all the kind of stuff that we always talk about over there. That woman is ripped for her yeah. age. She yeah. looks like she is kicking some serious ass in this film. So her good and, for her. Her and J Lo ain't playing around. No, not. no, seriously. I mean, shit. What? Allie's fifty something now. 50 I think 50 so. I mean, yeah. she looks just like yeah. she could just handle business. I mean, yeah. I'm excited. I, I mean, I think this one's going to be good. And Kevin's actually prepping me for this one too. Yeah, I hadn't seen any of the John oh, really? except for a small clip with with the puppy, and then I was like, oh, I want to watch that no, movie. You yeah. saw that one. Oh, the clip Sad. to introduce yeah. you to the movies that yeah. Oh. yeah and yeah. so he was like just just give it another chance it's a trained puppy I exactly saw behind the scenes and I, she's fine it's fine she was just oh trained to lay on her side so we watched good. it the other night and uh, we're gonna watch the second one this week in yeah. preparation for sync because he wants to see that one in theaters yeah. yeah i i just loved how the first one he like had two lines of dialogue maybe the whole time mm-hmm. and yeah. just like killing people the rest of the time it was fucking great kevin found a gym shirt like they have all these gym parody shirts yeah. they have a bunch for the avengers too which is pretty funny like professor bulk and oh, stuff yeah. like that yeah. but there was one it was like, uh, do I re-rack? Yeah, I think I re-rack. Yes, <laughs> I think I do. It's I, so uh, good. Aren't most Keanu movies just like couple lines dialogue? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if we're being real about it, I mean, I'm I, just saying. Yeah. But you're right. That first movie, it was like, yeah, it was just all, I'm just going to kill everybody. Hell yeah. So it, I'm excited. I, and rumor has it. It's going to be the one to finally knock off Endgame, so yeah. we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we also have A Dog's Journey, which is the other Dennis Quaid film that's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> the one wasn't where he's just not scared. one like this? Isn't this? Uh, yeah. Like, there wasn't there like the, the same movie Like before? the Isle of Dogs or something? You I don't know. know. Like the, yeah. the little dog that the gets dogs, lost? Yeah. 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 Is this a, a sequel? I don't know, man. Because I want to say, wasn't there a dog movie that had Dennis Quaid in it? Yeah, I feel like the same movie. (laughs) All of a sudden, he's fucking Liam Neeson. He's he's just going to make the same dog (laughs) movie over and over. Like, Like it's it's a slightly different looking dog. It's the same story. This dog has a particular set of skills. (laughs) He will find his way home, and he will kill you. Like, I mean, just... It's oh the same God. fucking movie. Yeah. I swear. It, uh, yeah, so that'll be interesting. <laughs> and then we also have The Sun is Also a Star. Oh. Which is basically like the next Fault in Our Stars, Five Feet Apart, you know. Mm-hmm. Chick mm-hmm. flick. No offense. Mm. Okay, none taken. Good thing. All right. Uh, movies that are already out in the Australia that you, my people, can go see. Avengers Endgame, let's fucking beat avatar whatever it takes. whatever it takes beat avatar, beat avatar. go it's see avengers so endgame at this point by the time you're hearing this it's under 300 million dollars away from taking down avatar exactly okay it's averaging 100 million dollars a week worldwide it only needed as of last friday 300 million it's under that now this can be done guys exactly. come on just keep it in the fucking it, theaters exactly. long enough to make it and we can finally shut fucking james cameron exactly. up exactly take like, down both of his titanics that's right. bitch. <laughs> like, exactly i mean god damn it he can do it exactly just keep that fucker in there for six more months if you have to it'll but take down fine. avatar that's right fine uh we also have the curse of la la rona i want to go see this one because it looks it looks pretty creepy i'm not gonna lie uh, we also have Breaking Through. That's a Christian film, not a horror film. Uh, the long sh- we have Long Shot, Captain Marvel, The Intruder, Ugly Dogs, Detective Pikachu, The Hustle, and Palms. So I mean, there's a lot out right now. There's yeah. a lot of good stuff. Yeah, go see it. Lots yeah. of choices. Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, cult followings. I feel like with uh, 
Pikachu and uh, Marvel right and now. I just want to put this out there for anybody who's lucky enough to be near a theater that's doing it. You have a shot to see Rocket Man yes. Saturday. You have yeah. a shot to see it. Go see it. I was so shitty that uh, it, me our too. theaters, none yeah, of them are around here. Yeah, the closest one's like seventy miles from yeah. here. That's gonna do it. It's like, what so, the fuck? Yeah. just for one day. It's a it's a special screening of it, an advanced screening of it, and oh. through Fandango, and but it's only at select theaters. And but the it's going to come one. out in all theaters eventually, right? Yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. this is your opportunity. I think to like May twenty third. Oh. Yeah, so, I mean next week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But man, it it this one. Yeah, I'm so excited for this one. Yeah, man. I'm so excited for this one. Me too, man. He does all his own singing. I know. I like- I like that he took that approach, and uh, because. All these uh, bio biopics are coming out right now, and Rami did, you know, the the infusion of the three voices. Right, so right. I'm happy he took a different approach. Well, and you know, for Rami though, I feel like because he's such a method actor and yeah. he's such a guy, I feel like if if Freddie'd have been alive, yeah. We might have seen something different. Yeah, because I mean, I think you know, Edrin here, he had the the luxury of. Mm-hmm. Being able to reach out to Elton and yeah. say, "Let's do this," let yeah. you know, coach me through this. Let's kind of, and apparently they got along so well. There's a song on the soundtrack that they actually wrote and performed together for yeah. the film. So I mean, you know, I guess he had that the luxury of. I mean, I feel all these other biopics. I feel like well, they're dead, so they've got to kind of yeah. go with what they can, and yeah. you know, I mean, it's true. So, it, but it yeah, this true. one looks. I can't yeah. wait. I cannot wait. Uh, But for this week, I have number one, John Wick 3. Mm. It's going to be close. It's going to be really freaking close, but I have it at number one with around 35 to 40 million. At number two, I have Avengers Endgame with around 30 to 35 million. Uh, Like I said, it's going to be like really freaking tight. Uh, Number three, I have Detective Pikachu with around 25 to 30 million. Number four, I have A Dog's Journey, the other Dennis Quaid film <laughs> that involves dogs, um, uh, with around ten to fifteen million. And number five, I have The Star is also or The Sun is also a star with around five to ten million. So we shall see what happens. A lot of good content out right now. Honestly. It is a lot mm-hmm. of good content. At least there's a lot of. Uh, originals, if you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's not yeah, these original just stories. Out, remake, re, you know, yeah. kind of j- same, I guess, uh, formulaic, if you will, plot type stuff. Yeah. But at least they're original stories yeah. and not, you know. I'm so tired of all the other remakes and just reboots yeah. and like, oh, Agreed. God. So, yeah, it's nice to for these last couple of weeks to see actual original shit out. Yeah, so, seriously, know. seriously. Now, transition into the IMDb Pro Top Trending segment. Man, if you are involved in the industry, you need this app. You can track your favorite stars. You can contact the publicity or the publicist that you want to represent you. You can try to get an agent, but, I mean, who knows what happens because life will throw you curveballs and it might work out it might not but here is your chance to get the ball rolling get this app and stay connected with the entertainment industry so now top trending movie by no surprise it's still in game yeah yeah <laughs> no, no surprise it's still in game uh top trending tv series no surprise it's game of thrones yeah just yeah. killing A-O-T. it killing it uh, and uh, the top trending star changed up this week. I feel like that's the one that kind of changes every week. Yeah. Um, Linda 
I don't Cardellini. Wanna... Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Linda Cardellini. Clint's wife. Yeah. Clint's Velma. wife from Avengers Endgame. Yep. And, and, and oh, Vilma, yeah, yeah. From Scooby Doo. Yeah. So that was the first thing she's I ever a saw. A lot her of in. stuff. By the yeah. way, also in Grandma's Boy. Yeah. Mm, oh, yep. she's great. She was on ER way back in the day. I mean, she's been I around a while. I remember when she was on Boy Meets World. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Boy Meets <laughs> the girl that came between Corey and Topanga. Yes. Yes. That's like, she's been around a while, but she's great. Yeah. And well deserved. It's about time she's at the top of the list. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's so crazy that, that, uh, did you know, you know, you bring up Scooby-Doo that James Gunn wrote Scooby-Doo? Really? Yeah. What the fuck? I had no, no fucking idea. idea that James Gunn wrote the first Scooby-Doo movie. Wow. No clue. Hmm. He brought it up when he was in an wow. interview talking about going back to Disney and working yeah. with Alan Horn again and that he was so appreciative of Alan Horn rehiring yeah. him. And he said, yeah, I've known him for a while. We first met when I wrote Scooby-Doo. I'm like, what the fuck? What? James yeah. Gunn wrote Scooby-Doo. What like, the fuck? I had no idea. I'm I, really excited for Brightburn. Oh, my. Yes. 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 So oh, my gosh. How awesome does that look? Really good. Yeah. yeah. Creepy. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, does anybody know what that is? Mm. Like, oh, you look it up. Yeah. Look it up. because. Like if Superman was evil, yes, like it's the same it's, story of him coming down from space. Right, but, it's exactly. basically what Lex Luthor yeah. has tried to warn everybody <laughs> yeah. about. Dream, yeah. What if this alien does not want to be a good guy? Right. This is what happens. It's so this kid, man, and the kid they got to play him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. So it's, it's James badass. Gunn's version of an evil Superman, yeah. and it's like fuck. Oh my. Check God. out the trailer. The it's trailer's really, bad. Really good. It's, yeah. Oh, uh, so good. I'm so glad you brought so that up. So freaking good. He's so yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, fucking Suicide Squad, the the, the, the evil Superman. Like he's got so much shit. He, I mean, he's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. Mm-hmm. And you know his brother will be in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk. Well, Kirk. I think uh doesn't he help him with it though, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's great. Billboard chart toppers. Oh man, our second music segment of the day. I love when we double up on the music segments because we have such eclectic tastes and we're all over in genres. Like, it's great. Let's get this thing kicked off with the top vinyl album sales. This goes to Vampire Weekend, their new album, Father of the Bride. Now, we listened to this, and Tavia used to listen to them back in the day. I did. Yeah, and I compare them to Train. They got like a nice little... Yeah. Yeah, like a smooth, heck yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to, uh, yeah. You're saying the lipstick is on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, I, I'm not, it's not bad. Uh, so I might listen to the whole album. Hmm. So Father of the Bride, it just makes me think of the movie. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Kimberly. <laughs> oh, Kimberly. Oh, Kimberly, what a cutie. All right, let's go on to the top digital album sales and the top Hard copy album sales. It's the same thing. Vampire Weekend, Father of the Bride. Yay, proud of you. Um, <laughs> the top streaming song, still here. Little Cam's favorite song, yes. Old Country Road. Oh Old Country Road. Yes. I know. It's, yeah, it's sticking around. I still haven't heard it. Are you serious? People what? You're like, I'm, what? I'm I don't listen to Just regular bring radio. It up, bring it up. Bring it up. <laughs> like, right now. <laughs> Copyright. I listen to- <laughs> Podcasts or other specific searches on Spotify. I feel you. I feel you. Spotify knows to keep that away from me. They're like, hey, you don't want to listen. To that. You don't want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> so we know what you want to listen to, and it's not. That. It's so good. Like it's one of those songs where you're like, no fucking way. It's catchy and then as fuck. 
all of a sudden you're like, oh damn, it's on. Yeah. Hear it. Like it's just that song. Like it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Uh, the top digital song sales also goes to Old Country Road. So that's killing it all over the streaming platforms. Um, this one I was surprised about because I made a prediction before the Billboard charts came out this week, and I predicted that new Taylor Swift and Brendan Urie song, Me, to be number one. Wrong! <laughs> because, uh, now let me, let me say why, uh, because when I was in the car at some point over this past week, I flipped to literally three different stations, and that motherfucker was on. It's true. Yeah. So hmm. I'm like, I don't care about you. So... That, those are my feelings towards it. I don't know how y'all feel about it. Have you heard this one? Heard You're it. like, nope, haven't heard I that one either. Most of the time. You can I, stay away from that one. It. Yeah. It's fine. T-Swift uh, apologized to Joe Jonas. Really? For, for her blow up on Ellen when she basically called him out and was mm. pissed at him for dumping her. Ooh. She apologized. Damn. For calling him out look on at, Ellen Look at that show. growth. She's Yeah, she's just, yeah, she's... Now that her, I feel like she's actively trying to better herself as a yeah. human being. Yeah. Honestly, like again, I'm not a fan of her music, yeah. but as a person, I feel like she's trying to better herself as a human being. I feel like she's she's coming from a good starting point anyway. I feel Agreed. like she was already a good person. Yeah. And, I mean, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone's got to grow. Everyone is immature at one point. Yeah. And matures up. So yeah. good for you, T yeah. Swift. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Collect um, that good karma. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but still, Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. I just wanted to let you know. Um, the top... Where am I at? The top radio song. This is where I was at. Um, was Dancing with a Stranger, Sam Smith, which I'm surprised this is the top radio song <laughs> because this was on his first album. And that came out like seven years ago. Something. I do like Sam Smith. Though. I do too. This was pre-skinny Sam Smith. Oh. It, when he was uh, like, uh, "Stay with me," that first breakout. Yeah, that's where all his soul came from. Yeah, it was from that, the belly. Yeah, so I'm. Was it a flip side? I mean, was it like one of the ones that wasn't released off the first album? Maybe, or? maybe a deluxe album came out, yeah. or I don't, I don't know. A man. B side. I'm showing my age. Uh, <laughs> they, don't, they don't do B sides anymore. They right? don't. Or flip sides, they don't. Uh, um, gaffer. That is the first time <laughs> we called you that in this show. That's no, true. it's true. Yeah. It's true. I appreciate that. Not a problem. Okay. Not a problem. Sorry. Uh, um, earned it. I've earned that shit. Uh, artist of the week, Vampire Weekend. Hey, so, this is not Ariana Grande anymore. Thank, oh, thank God. You. Thank you. Seriously, there for a while, I was getting tired of saying her name. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm so happy that she's not on any one of these charts. Thank um, you. Next. Thank you. Next. That's exactly <laughs> what that was. Oh my gosh. And finally, we got there. Finally, yeah. it was next. Finally, we got there. <laughs> And the top 200 albums, number one, Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend. This is what I mean, guys. Completely took over the charts everywhere. I was surprised that it could have that much success digitally and vinyl albums. I'm going to make a prediction like you do. Oh. I'm going to predict that they won't be on any of those charts next week. Good prediction. I'm betting you you're right. <laughs> I, I, I just think it was one of those. It came out. Everybody jumped on it, and then it's where it's going to be. You're going to be naming a bunch of different people next week. Agreed. That's Agreed. my prediction. I predict that they'll at least have one. Okay. They'll at least have one of them. Yeah, I'll give you that. Maybe I don't one. know, but yeah, it's yeah. not going to dominate exactly. like it did this week. I don't. Exactly. I don't think so. This is not my expertise at predicting things. This is not my area of expertise at predicting <laughs> things. We know I'm the box office guy because I'm great. Um. Hot 100, fifth week in a row, still Country Road. 
Yep. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus killing People it. People love Billy Ray. Yeah, I give all the credit to him. Like even I though, do too. Even though like it's this nineteen-year-old kid song, and he's doing great. Yeah, proud of you. You're no, great. No, it's Billy Ray. It's Billy Ray. It's Billy Ray. Yeah, it's I that mean, achy breaky heart. It's yeah, that you you put breaky. achy breaky on anybody's album, and they'll do well. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he can't do well on his own. <laughs> but you put him on somebody else's, and they're gonna they're kill like, it. That's Whoa, all I'm okay, I'm yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, thank you guys for tuning along today for this episode, episode sixty-seven. Thank you so much for letting us last this long. Honestly, you fans are crazy. <laughs> we so we appreciate all you guys for letting us come back every week and get crazy with you. Uh, make sure to follow us at all social media handles: Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, YouTube, you're going to want to follow that YouTube channel because mm. when we move out to L.A., we're going to be doing in-studio recording guest segments, and you're going to see your favorite celebrity guest getting interviewed by us. Yeah. Getting Next a little month. crazy. Next month. Yeah. We make the move in two weeks. Mm-hmm. You got to give us a little time to set up out there. But next month, yeah. you're going to see that first like recorded. Like, oh, I can't wait. I can't it wait either, be, man. Rumor has it it's our forever guest. Oh, so. shit. Mm-hmm. We shall it see. It makes sense. We'll see. We say shall see. <laughs> <laughs> well, but make sure to go to our website as well, uh, crazyantmedia.com. You can check out our professional bios. Get to know us a little bit better check out the inside the crazy ant farm page check out fantastic reviews and check over check out that merchandise page where we have some fantastic shirts for sale they're just killing it honestly yeah the logo and bonk are selling the most yeah nice. it's yeah. true they're, they're, they're ki- and they're great quality they are they're great quality i've now seen a few of the shirts that people have ordered and and they are fantastic yeah these things will you can wear them every day wash them every day and they will last like for they're great quality shirts for i mean you should get them. Do get it. Them. Do it. Get a shirt. Oh, bonk. Go bonkers. <laughs> uh, you know who I want to go bonkers on this show, and it's going to happen one day. It is. Up, up, up.